Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, what's up, what's up, what's up? Thursday, Thursday action coming at you live right here at TazShow.com. You're either listening, if you're listening live or watching live, you're doing it there. So thanks for that. Maybe you're checking out the uh, audio on demand version of the show, the podcast. You're doing that at uh, Spotify or TuneIn, Play It or iTunes. So thank you for the support right there. Or you're checking out uh, some of the nub, nub, and you be clips over at TazShow.com or maybe watching a full segment or something. I don't know how many people watch the full segment. People watch clips. I'm not sure. That's what I've been told. Regardless, it's all support, and I appreciate it very much. Welcome to the show. I'm Taz. We got an excellent show coming at you for the next two hours. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to talk a lot of NXT here. A lot of thoughts and opinions on last night. Watch the whole show. Uh, Definitely going to get into that for sure right away. Probably here in segment one, to be honest with you. Of course, the Lumberjacks here making sure everything sounds all right. Unfortunately, I think his mic is working. in segment one here, as opposed to yesterday, which was bliss. I mean, so, I could I could fix that oh, if you please, need. Please, sir. Timber! Hello, Dennis. Good moment, sir. <laughs> yes. I was a little irked before the show, as you know. I got some things that annoyed me. Not mad, though. Just irked. <laughs> You're irked and mad are on equal plane. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... A lot going on. A lot of there's still other stuff happening with TNA. That's that's a revolving door still. And I, I thought I put that to rest yesterday. I thought I explained it to all you guys. What the hell's going on? You gotta there's still movement going on there. New regime Jones. All right, look, if you want to call the show, you can do that. I'll get back to the TNA thing in a second. Very simple process, kids. Attention hotline fans. Dial eight six six four seven five two nine four eight. That's eight six six two seven five. Oh Jesus Christmas. Take two. See what I said? I said 275. It's 475. It is. Jesus Christmas. Take two. Very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All right. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. 275-63-HUT-HUT. Dude, I've been saying that phone number for almost two years, and I can't get it right. I have to read it. Is that bad? No. That is... uh, I, I just can't retain it. I've I've seen much worse. I'm sure you have, because you've seen the world, your world experience. Uh, so, like I was talking about TNA, like uh, so now there's reports. Uh, actually, PW Insider's reporting that Jade, Jade, the young lady, Jade, very talented, uh, you know, wrestler, will be leaving Impact. Now that it makes six names: uh, it's the, the Broken Hardys, uh, Drew Galloway, Mike Bennett, Maria, and now Jade. So, you know, uh, it's. <sighs> I, I stick to what I'm saying yesterday. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a new new crew coming in. Maybe they're changing up budgets a little bit, or maybe uh, people's deals are up and they want more money. Or maybe some people, unfortunately, maybe this is just me speculating. Don't don't take this for what it, just take it as speculation. 
Maybe some people are being asked to take pay cuts. You don't know. Uh, maybe they're looking to budget money towards someone else, so they need to kind of cut some people's pay. I mean, it, it's it's business. It's the wrestling business for a reason. So sometimes those things are not fun to do if you're uh, the guys in charge or the, or the women, the men and women in charge. I mean, so it's not. It's just the way it goes. But um, um, but I think you'll you'll probably see some people maybe enter into Impact Wrestling, which perfect segue into a guy named Jack Swagger who asked for his uh, release. And was granted it by the WWE, former WWE champion, right? I mean, so Jack Swagger, you know, uh, excellent wrestler in college at University of Oklahoma, I believe, right? And uh, Jack's a good guy. I got to know him a little bit there while I was leaving WWE. Not much, didn't know him that well, but always a good guy. Big dude, big, you know, solid dude. Uh, good guy, though. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up in, uh, in TNA right away unless he has a non-compete. Wouldn't shock me one bit. So uh, because of that, definitely uh, not just because of who Jack Swagger is, but, you know, he definitely, you'd have to assume, has a friendship to some sorts with Dutch Mantel. And Dutch works now uh, at Impact Wrestling under the guidance of Jeff Jarrett. So uh, I would think if you connect the dots there, that would help. But not, not even, you know, I'm not, I don't want to imply. I shouldn't have implied because that's rude. But uh, I'm just saying, I know how the business works. And a lot of times, it's not that Jack Swagger needs anyone to get into Impact Wrestling. Uh, Impact, I think, would be crazy to pass on him, to be frank. Uh, if I'm them, I'm putting, I'm bringing him in right away. And if, if I can, as long as you don't have a non-compete, and I'm bringing, not just bringing him in, I'm pushing the piss out of him. And I'm sending him right towards Lashley. And I'm going, yeah, I know it's the head nod by you. I that's noticed a good, that. I that's noticed a that. good yes. move. Yes. Yeah. I kind of know my stuff a little bit. So, yeah, I just think, uh, you know, that's what I do. I do free booking consulting for, for the wrestling companies. That's what I do. And they you could, should probably charge. They could just ignore me, and then they could just take the ideas. And it's very simple. But, but, but. They, that's happened a lot recently. Yeah. More, more with WWE, not TNA, but uh, Impact Wrestling. I'm, I'm trying to stop myself from saying that. So. I definitely would go the route, in my opinion. I'd bring Jack Swagman right away, uh, putting aside if he has a non-compete or not. If he has a non-compete, then you got to wait. Don't really know the guy's deal. Don't know if that's public or not. Probably not, but who knows? Uh, I would bring Jack in. I'd push him. I'd, I'd have him. I'd have him do some enhancement matches with some guys. Establish his finish, whatever that finish is. I don't know if it's going back to the ankle lock that Kurt was doing, or what, because he was doing. Uh, I think he was calling it the Patriot Lock in WWE. Which I thought was a little crazy because it was like Kurt's thing, and it's kind of I don't know what what the heck was going on there. But Jack Swag is very talented and was towards the end underutilized by WWE. So if I'm Jack Swagger, I am uh, I uh, I'm looking forward to maybe going to TNA to Impact Wrestling. And if I'm Impact Wrestling, I'm either reaching out to him or waiting to hear from him or something. I wouldn't be shocked if Swagger or Impact haven't had any relation type conversations. I should say already. You got a WWE champion out, a guy who's six six, you know, six five, legitimate athlete, who's still young, and could still go. Uh, you'd be crazy to pass on this guy. It's a layup, and I would have him gun straight after Bobby Lashley. That's what I would do. I just think that'd be money. Um, I got to be honest. I I wouldn't even be opposed to from a creative standpoint if you do something with Dutch and uh, a Swagger again. Maybe Dutch just wants to work behind the scenes. I don't know. Uh, not that Swagger needs Dutch, but I do think that 
they had very good chemistry. I thought, you know, I know the whole we the people thing. People dug it. It was there. And in our country here, with the, the political situation, uh, without getting any deeper than that, it, it's definitely a toxic convo. Meaning, you know, the, our president in the United States here. So it's worldwide top, toxic convo, right? That's not me taking a political stance. I hope not, right? Because next year, no. I'll, get, I'll get floggled. So, uh, but the thing is, I, I'm just saying... We the people, it's political, but it's not. And that always felt like a political thing that when Swagger and Dutch did that, and Dutch would give some very controversial type of promos, and he always he was great at you know being on that line of, oh, did he go too far? Was that like a comment he shouldn't have made? He's very, very intelligent, Dutch, and he's a very good promo man, a great promo man. And I just think that that could be a pretty cool thing if you have him and, and Jack together again. Not saying, dude, we the people. That's probably WWE's IP. That's probably their gimmick. I don't know. But there is a chemistry with Dutch and um, uh, Lashley. And in hell, you could have Lashley have a mouthpiece too. What are you left? Two shot Jones, please, uh, Anthony. I need to see. I need to see my friend here. Look, you know, right now you're thinking. You're like, um. I think I know what Taz, like, I, it's uncomfortable, like, people have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> things don't need to be explained. But I do think it'd be a pretty good thing to have Dutch with Swagger, and then going against Lashley, build up, build up Swagger. Okay. My opinion. Jeff Jarrett's a great booker. He knows how to book. You need someone that really has, that, that could in a shoot world, kind of feel like he could beat Lashley. Swagger has that feel. Yes. And there's scuttlebutt about Bruce Pritchett, correct? That is correct. I I know know you're doing SOSM later. I don't know if that was part of it. Was it or not? No, I I have a very special SOSM today for you. Because we've kind of blown it off the past couple days, SOSM. This one you'll enjoy, I think. For those that don't know or don't care, SOSM is soaring on... uh, Social media. No one cares. So, so that's what that is. So, um, but yeah. So, so maybe just fill the folks in real quick if they didn't hear about Bruce. That there's uh, apparently he's going back. He's apparently he's flying out to Orlando this week for not TNA anymore. Impact tapings, and it's believed he might have an on-air role along with a backstage role. I think that's good on both levels. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? I just think. Uh, the reason for the on-air stuff is because his quote-unquote podcast is doing so well, which there's another <laughs> show that does very well. Yeah. What, I, are, you getting, what are you getting at? Here? I just, you know, maybe maybe they should have asked around first. There's, there's a guy I know. Maybe they did ask around. Oh, maybe, they did. Oh. <laughs> maybe they did ask around. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they did. How do you know they didn't? I don't know. Oh, well, you do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do. Anyway, I think if, if – if, it sounds like it's definitely true that Bruce is going back, and I think it's a good thing. For TNA, I think Bruce is a very smart guy, excellent creative guy. And if they're going to give an on-camera role, I think that he 
Uh, it would be excellent in any role he would do. He's a he's very well-spoken, cuts great promos, uh, knows the proper cadence and timing of getting his message across no matter what it's for. Um, uh, I'm a, a big fan of his work uh, on air uh, and, and like Bruce professionally and uh, always got along great with him. Uh, you know, never really had a problem with Bruce. Um, you know, we would we would we would go back and forth and jokingly I talked about this the best about ECW, like a lot of times he would he would you know, he was he was scooching like at times. Like he would scooch. Like ah the ECW, Bush League stuff. Like he would bury it like like to, in front of me and some other ECW originals. And it was a jocularity laughing and then I would kinda get a little defensive and then he would he you know, Bruce would see me get defensive, so and then we'd have fun. We would just basically bicker at each other all day so but all in fun it really was you're a good bickerer i love to bicker i love it so so my point is hey why not take bruce and have him be the mouthpiece of lashley bobby's an idea bobby's (laughs) bobby's tremendous bobby's tremendous in the ring i'm a fan of bobby he's been talking more past several months i i i love bobby i don't i i don't think promos are his strong suit i i don't I, i that's just my viewpoint i think that if you go swagger in a massive huge top angle gunning after lashley lashley's a made guy get swagger over a little bit it won't take long because he's made get him over a little bit establish his finish jeff jarrett could do this this booking in his sleep and he'll do it better than i'm telling you right now and um and i would i would definitely have dutch with swagger because there is chemistry with those two guys and what the hell Maybe the on-camera roll, uh, no one told me this, but maybe it's, it's maybe that's what Bruce is going to do. Bruce is one of the greatest managers of all time with the Brother Love gimmick. People would love to see the Brother Love gimmick. I don't know if Bruce would do that. I don't know who owns that character. I really don't. I think it would be great if it was Brother Love, if he, he could do that in his sleep. But something tells me WWE, I don't think Impact would want to mess with that. I don't know why. And that was a lot of years ago. I think Bruce... And Jeff and these guys, the creative team, would not want to go that far back. But you never know. I don't know. I just think it would be good if if you, if you it was something with Lashley and then a guy like Bruce would be that mouthpiece. That's all I'm saying, Dennis. There's nothing else involved. So Okay. That's all. But you know things and you don't say them. See? That's the problem with you. You know things. But anyway... Look, look, you're sitting there with your thumb up your ass. Look at you. It's unbelievable. No, but really. I mean, like, what are you doing? Say something. Have some balls. I've just, I've heard, you know, there's been rumors that. There's been no rumors. Don't start the sentence. uh, Okay, rumors isn't the right word. There's been discussion that. Please, careful. You need to be, you cannot be, you cannot be blunt. Okay. You need to be smart. And I'm putting you on the fire Live on camera and yes. live on the mic, and you must love this. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mind it. I, I I like to navigate the waters so I don't get burned. They're fiery waters. We just leave it alone. Okay. I'm just so happy right now. You are so happy. <laughs> yes. People have no idea what we're talking about here. But anyway, that's my point. What my my point? My suggestion, I would say, with TNA, I I think it'd be good if they did something like that. I really feel swagger with Dutch, and and definitely. Hey, if you, Bruce is going to have an on-camera role, it would not surprise me if it was something with Lashley. That's all I'm saying. Does it make me a bad guy? I don't think so in the least. No. 
So uh, that's the deal on that. So I, I I was surprised when I heard Swagger ask for his release. I mean, not shocked because they haven't really been using him. They had him leave Raw, and then he, they gave him a tiny little push on SmackDown for like a week or two. And then that kind of ended, you know, when he went to SmackDown, like out of nowhere after the draft. So, um, so we shall see. I got a feeling if he does not, again, I don't know. Is there anything about his non-compete or if any? There was nothing public about it, right? No. Well, if that's the case, I mean, if he let's say he doesn't have one. And again, that's not for public consumption. People wouldn't know that. But if he doesn't have one, uh, don't be shocked. You don't hear that he's at those tapings. They're not doing live TV, right? It's just tapings, right? Tapings yeah. start this weekend. This weekend. Okay, cool. Um, I got to tell you, a lot of people are saying, oh, my God, TNA's in trouble. You know, they've been losing all this talent. And I, I think I said it or alluded to it at least yesterday. I, I don't think they're in trouble at all. I actually think they're they are in a uh they are definitely in a um a changeover makeover period. Look, man, you guys gotta realize as fans, you, you, seriously, you gotta really realize this. When you change management and ownership, <laughs> it changes everything, the business model of it, the financial structure the way things are done, where their main office would probably be, I would assume in Toronto or somewhere in Canada, you know, where Anthem is based out of. I would assume that'll happen eventually and, and not be based out of Nashville, I would assume. Um, I would think the production would still be done out of Nashville because they're set up there. I've worked in that studio for years. Um, I don't think Jeff Jarrett's leaving Nashville anytime soon. He's, I believe he's like born and raised there, and, and I, I think he loves living there, and I, I've never been to his home. Jeff never invited me. That wasn't nice. No. But um, I've heard he has a beautiful home. So why would he want to leave? He's a beautiful family. And um, they could still do some of their stuff out of Nashville, but yet have their main office in uh, in Canada. It's possible. You know what I mean? But I, I don't think they're in trouble at all. A lot of you people. Uh, you people! i got to stop saying that. A lot of you people think that, oh, they're sinking. Oh, they're done. It's over. Uh, I don't think they're done at all. I, I think they're just getting started. I'm not kidding. I'm pulling for them. <clears throat> and I think they're going to do really well. I really do. So um, uh, I hope they do. And I think it's healthy for the industry. Uh, you know, it's... And you people, as I call you, we the people. I'm over here talking about Dutch Mantel. You people. You people need to root for a company like TNA. Okay, you need to hope that they do well because it's healthy for the industry and that's very important for wrestlers for um backstage folks and for fans it's not that tna or damn it not that impact wrestling would be competition for wwe because as i've given my blunt opinion on that wwe will not have real competition for many many years if ever but it's a great opportunity for the talent the wrestlers to hone their craft craft and earn money elsewhere you know another spot not just new japan or a ring of honor or you know a litany of of independent promotions which is all cool but uh, you know and some people will probably wondering like we mentioned you mentioned about bruce pritchard right uh, so, you know, Bruce has, a, as you said, and, and, and it's well documented. He's got a very good podcast that he does every week. And, uh, and Bruce uh, and Conrad, they do a podcast, which is very, it's very, uh, it's, I haven't listened to it. 
because I just try not to listen to too much other stuff. I just really focus on my stuff because I don't want to. But his show, um, and I give him credit for this because I have always prided myself on this by not by this show not being guest driven. And I do so much shows, as we all know. I'm a live streaming radio show. Actually, speaking of podcast, uh, uh, Sam Roberts. Uh, the episode where I was his guest uh, dropped, I think, last night or this morning. So where you guys could find Sam Roberts' podcast. You could check. If you don't have enough of me out here for 10 hours a week, you could hear me there. But I, I, I think you'll like it. You know, it's not often that I'm in that role of, uh, you know, being interviewed. But so check out Sam's podcast for sure. Uh, not just that I'm on there, but he does, he does a great job. Very good guest-driven type of deal. So where Bruce... Uh, is not guest driven his pockets him and conrad they kind of bruce again from what i understand tells a lot of stories of the past well uh, during his time like in wwf and stuff like that and 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 tna or whatever and and that's cool i mean uh that's cool it's it's it, you know it's not guest driven so i mean i would say go listen to conrad bruce their stuff I, is for my is very good um where i'm not guest driven either i'm topic driven so just to teach you guys a little something, all right? Give you a little education here, right? If you, you might notice already, I don't know. But if you think about it, like with this whole podcast thing, Dennis, you know, like that's why a lot of podcasts, not just in wrestling, but any podcasting, uh, it's about guests, right or wrong. Like there's always guests involved. Tradition. I mean, you you said it yesterday. It's it's very cookie cutter where right. open, right. segment, whatever, guests, Correct. wrap up. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, my thing is the, the reason why that happens is because it's actually from the companies that have podcasts, their platforms, it's actually smart. And if you're not even with a company and you're on your own doing a podcast and you're successful, like a Bruce Pritchard or Sam Roberts or Jim Ross or Steve Austin, meaning successful people, or Chris Jericho or Cole Cabana, um, you know, if you're doing something like that and you go guest driven, okay, what happens is. We're in a social media world, unfortunately. So, so it helps when you have a guest because you're getting double the promotion from me. If you're my guest, Dennis, okay, I'm going to promote that you're coming on. And on your social media, you're going to promote that you're coming on my show, correct? Agreed. That's what I'll do later about Sam Roberts. I just promoted Sam's show here. I'm on his show. But if Sam's my friend. Sam's been on my show. So we kind of work together on stuff. My point in this is, the podcasting thing with the guest-driven is a very smart and proven success because the guest-driven helps. It's double banger promotion. You know what I mean? Double whammy. One, two Jones. You know what I'm saying? Test one, two. So that, that's kind of the deal in that. So when I wanted to do, when, when I, I'm sorry, got the opportunity to do a full-time show here, I really didn't want to go guest-driven. And towards the end of the human podcast machine, I believe, if I remember correctly, I wasn't doing tons of guests. I was talking about stuff. I was talking topics. And that those topics, and that I do every day, I'm doing live right now. What I do, my show, okay, which in, in behind the scenes in the podcast world, you hear this word called evergreen, okay? Now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what evergreen means, right, Dennis? You got it, right? And I am far from a rocket scientist. You're close to it. Thank you, but... You are close to being I a rocket scientist. Not. Timber! I wish you would act like you even give a what I'm talking about right now, because I'm trying to have a conversation with you. <laughs> well, I do. And you're sitting there, like, bored out of your ass, dude. Am I boring you or something, bro? Not in the least, sir. Well, then wake up, son. I mean, Ever, I'm sitting here, it's like... It's like evergreen. It's like, you know, yeah, now you're just going to yell out evergreen. <laughs> 
trying to have a conversation with like two men. Okay. Men! <laughs> That's like I'm in the woods alone. Well, good thing you got a lumberjack with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good point. <laughs> well said. <clears throat> anyway, so the thing is, when I first said I wanted to do, like, not guest-driven, to CBS's credit, they were like, cool. That's, that's you know, that it could be a little rough from a promotion standpoint because you're on your own. I'm thinking, well, how about you guys help me with <laughs> some of that? You know, but, but, <laughs> but anyway, but why am I, I going to be on my own? So uh. I'm grinding, bro. I'm grinding. You know that. No, but the thing is, like, when you do a show with guests, that's evergreen content. Evergreen. That You could listen to that in two years. It'll be fine. So Taz is a guest on on, um, on Sam Roberts' podcast. You can listen to that in two years. Well, today. Or whatever. But here I am, a little while ago, talking about NXT. You're not going to give a rat's ass to download this in, in, in I don't know, three days. But that's okay, because I got something new for you tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> so it's constant content. It's a little bit of a different deal than the way this other. That's why I've always had the big, and it's a joke now, but I would always get a little initially like, what? This is not a pocket. It's a whole different mindset, not just from a technical standpoint, from a creative standpoint, because it's not evergreen content. And believe me, I'm a fan of evergreen content. I think it's, it's a proven success in you know, getting downloads and stuff like that, because it lasts evergreen for the most part forever. What I do isn't, but that's why it's live. There's different elements. There's video, and there's live phones, which I dare you to find podcasting. And as Dennis Nodger said, yes. Excellent point. With live phones. It's, it's not, I don't want to say it's not possible. Like, so I could, and I think Steve Austin has done this with his show. I don't know. Some other guys might be doing this. So if they are, I, pardon my ignorance, I don't know. But I do, you know, it is possible. It's very hard. Hey, I'm going to rec- you tweet out. I'm going to record a podcast today. This is hypothetical, right? I'm going to report a, uh, this is Dennis Jones, the Lumberjack. He's got a new podcast. Hey, I'm going to report uh, record a podcast today at 11 a.m. Eastern. Here's a phone number. If you want to talk to me and uh, and you'll be on the podcast then, call this number at that time. <laughs> that I mean it's possible and and you can do that. But you can't call them live phones because you're taping it live. But there's a lot of it's just it's yeah it, it doesn't work. It's not the same. It's not a radio feel. By the way, speaking of Sam Roberts, he deemed me, I believe. I hope I don't. I don't want to quote him wrong when he put me over. The media streaming king or something or the, the top dog in media streaming i'm running the game something like that sounds about right yeah so a media mogul you know this so so uh but anyway oh I, I was getting at bruce bruce pritchett so the thing is some folks might be wondering well what happens to bruce's podcast now if he's going to work for tna on camera he's going to be working consulting or creative I don't know. That's that's up to Bruce and, and Conrad. I mean, and Thompson. That's up to those guys. I mean, I, but I, I I would assume he could still do it. He's just recording. I don't know whatever he records an hour a week, an hour and a half. I don't know what he what his time is. I'm sure he can do it. He has a family. I mean, the guy's busy. He's probably, you know, but but I'm sure he'll give his best effort to do it. You know, I think with a podcast, it's much easier than if you were to do it because I couldn't do it because you do two hours live every day correct 10 hours a week with 
his podcast, um, he probably just records one day, yeah. edits it, yeah, and sends it out whatever day he sends it out. Yeah. And, and 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 just like other guys do, I mean, Bruce could be in a hotel in Orlando, and yeah. Conrad could be uh, at home, and they could have it's mic setup gimmicks, and they could just record it. I mean, it, this is done every day in 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 media in uh, audio media throughout the world. So it's it's you're not reinventing a wheel. They can do this. But it comes down to the, you know, Bruce's schedule. So hopefully for fans of Bruce's podcast, he can still do it. You know, hopefully. So that's the thing. You know, I mean, um, you know, we'll see. But I, I wish everyone success. You know, I, I love everybody in this world. That's well documented. Hey, Dylan and George, you're on a Taz show. What's going on? Taz, what's going on? What's up, bud? Hey, uh, I just wanted to give you a little uh two little ideas give you a little bit of off the hooks if that's cool and begin go to off the hooks uh first and quick please yes sir okay let's say uh gorgeous george versus um what's his face uh he's with tyler breeze you read my mind i'm glad you said tyler breeze i was about to get mad at you um <laughs> because you gotta be have stuff written down bro i have it yes. in your phone you know better than this dylan come on what are we doing here bro you're, you're correct sir come correct. On, sir please and what else you got that's a good match that's a great match actually i like that yep all right and then a special spine buster challenge between arn anderson and triple h i like that i like that one definitely that's pretty cool that's different i like that all right what's your suggestion all right, number one, I thought it would be kind of cool if uh, you could do maybe a segment where callers call in and cut promos on the Lumberjack. <laughs> uh, well, that's all show. Well, that's the whole show. <laughs> no, we, just a segment, just one one a day. No, nah, well, we, we, uh, that's not a bad idea. I don't know if we'll do that, Dill. We, we had a thing back in the day called Hump Day Promos where it wasn't live promo cutting, but people would, shut, would uh, send in their promos and stuff, so that thing took on a life of its own. Um, and, uh, uh, but we ended up finding some great friends, not good friends of the show. Thanks to hump day promos. A couple of people turned into not a lot. A couple of people turned sour and I don't know if they listen to the show no more, but they're not, they don't engage with the show anymore. And that's their prerogative. Um, but for the most part, thanks to hump day promos, a lot of, uh, uh, not good, but great fans came from that. And they're still loyal fans and supporters of the show, which I love them, and I, and I appreciate it. All right, I got to go to break, guys. On the other side of break, I'm going to talk NXT here, right? And uh, I'm going to give you some thoughts on Patrick Clark, okay, which, uh, which might surprise you guys. And I'm also going to give you some thoughts on Oscar's match with Peyton Royce, where I know it's kind of sacrilegious in the wrestling internet world to say something negative about Oscar, but I'm going to. But constructive negativity. Sounds like I'm in a meeting with CBS about me. <laughs> On that note, Taz Show, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong. Like last night in my kitchen, my wife and I made dinner together. That's what we do. The other night she did, she made it by herself. Last night we cooked together, just had fun running around barefoot in the kitchen, lying, laughing, playing some cool instrumental music while we cook. 
How about a little savory uh, Southern Italian flavored pasta dish with a tangy sweet yellow? I said yellow tomato sauce. Dude, this was delicious. Delicious pasta dish with a yellow tomato sauce which I've never had. And it's all possible by my friends at Blue Apron. Very easy deals, you know. Fresh ingredients delivered right to your house, right to your doorstep, step-by-step, easy to follow. Recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients. And every meal can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Very flexible. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. And check it out, man. Blue Apron, they have several different delivery options. So you can choose what fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment. So you can only get deliveries when you want them. So you're not hassled. You customize the whole gimmick. Okay, what I love is Blue Apron. Okay, these seasonal recipes. They give you that feel of that comfort zone, that, that comfy food, that home-cooked meal feel. All for less than $10 per person per meal. And a massive variety. Recipes not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Meat, fish, veggie, poultry, you customize it. Whatever the hell you want. And of course, I have a deal for you guys. As you know, I give you free lunch. I'm not giving you one, not two, but three free lunches. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free. First free. With shipping also free. By going to blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. That's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Big fan of the Blue Apron and the pasta dish. I've been trying to watch my carb intake. But it's okay. Sometimes you got to live, Dennis. You can't worry about your figure all the time, as the men say. <clears throat> figure. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking about NXT. I said I was going to talk about NXT. And I'll get to the phone calls here in a sec here. But um, I- I'm watching this first match where we have Patrick Clark against Sean uh, Maluda. Okay, and, you know, I, I like Sean Maluda. I've seen him. We've seen him, I should say. We all saw him. I don't know if the proper English is. In the, what tournament was that? I, what, was it the Cruiserweight tournament? Even though this guy's not a Cruiserweight. Was it that, Dennis? Yeah? It was the Cruiserweight. Okay. They me- they mentioned it. They talked about it last night. I didn't hear a ton of the commentary in this match, except um, towards the middle to the end, where I got to say, I've been a little hard on Percy Watson. And in this match, I thought he did a good job in building Clark's character. I, I, I tip my cap to you, young man. He did a good job in, in, in let me know where you guys are going and where the company wants to go with Patrick Clark. Free spirit, that's who he is. You know, that, that kind of feel where he's just kind of, he's got that very unique character, Patrick Clark. You know, you saw him on Tough Enough. He was very annoying, and, and no one liked him. Uh, was, I, I met him at an appearance once, and I very rarely do appearances that people know. And he came over, very respectful, introduced himself to me. He was very respectful, very nice young man. But I didn't, it almost felt like I didn't want to like him. So he's a natural born heel. No, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny like this. I, I know you're not. There's, that's, something, that's makes him there's funny. something about the guy that's not likable. And it's a horrible thing to say like, like that. But I, I'm just giving my total perspective. So... Um, He's not likable. What the hell? Make him a heel. And let's give him a Jimi Hendrix-esque feel. Because the younger generation won't know what this character is, but it's kind of cool. 
Clark looked very impressive in this match. And I got to tell you, watching his movements, his physical movements, and the way his body's built, he is just straight ripped. This guy is ripped. Like, you hear the, the cliche, chiseled out of stone. This guy looks like he's chiseled out of stone. He is absolutely ripped. Long arms, slender, lean built. But I got to tell you, I was impressed. <laughs> and I didn't think this is a guy who would really, I, I, I was very impressed by his work. That unique body type, his in-ring work, I was very impressed. That's, high, it, that's you, high praise from you. What do you say? You're nodding your head. Because I, I have something to say, I go say in, it. Otherwise, go away. I go in with a clean slate. I didn't. Oh God! And clean your ass. Really, stop. No. <laughs> clean slate. Stop with the BS. Talk to me. Talk to me. I, Talk Taz, to me. Taz, Not today. First wow. off, I would like to thank you. I, 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 oh, I, I okay. forgot to start the show. <laughs> I wanted to thank you. I just remembered. Talk to me. Uh, Get back I, to work before I give you a beating. Talk to me. I went in with a with a clear mind. I didn't want to have any. I'm also, I've never met him before, so I didn't have any feelings about him one way or the other. If you and met him, you would not like it. I, 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 there's just something I tr- about him. I trust, I trust you. You're, you're a man of, but that's of money. high moral character. But that's money. That's and like money. you said, it makes a great heel. It does. It and makes I think, something about him. Yeah, I think he's got that. He's got a great heel look to him. <laughs> he's chiseled out of stone as the cliche goes. Okay? The way he, his movement, he's very unique. Trust me, he's different than a lot of people we see on TV wrestling today. There's something there. He's in the right spot at NXT. They're going to polish him up. I'm telling you, this kid's got a bright future. As long as he could keep his right backstage, his attitude. I don't, I've don't. never been in a locker room with the kid. I know during that tough little thing, he rubbed people the wrong way and had an entitlement about him. As long as he can keep his attitude in check not that he's conceited sometimes like it's tough for young wrestlers when you come off too much like um like you're too comfortable it turns off people in the locker room earn your keep don't don't come in acting like you own the joint correct and i'm not saying this kid did it i'm not even implying he did it but it seemed like that he you know i believe in attacking the moment and owning things but on Tough Enough, he really came off, like, very entitled, and he came off very uh, over-the-top, confident and cocky, too much. Unless he was told to do that, I don't know. Maybe it's a work. Who knows? But, again, the kid could be the greatest kid in the world in the locker room. I hope he is. I wish him the best, and I think Patrick Clark has a very, very bright future. Just going by the character. I want to hear him talk more. I'm sure that's coming. I wanna, I've heard a little bit. We've seen him, you know, I think they tested him a little bit with some stuff. But I want to see him talk. I want to see him cut a promo. If this guy could really talk, like really cut his teeth into a promo with that type character, he could be money. Big money. Very unique look. Very, very unique look. I thought Sean Maluda was going to win the match. I ain't going to lie to you. Oh, yeah? I really did. I just thought this is like when the entrances happened. Because they haven't done much right with Patrick Clark. No. They they mentioned him last week, Patrick Clark experience, which is a great heel. It is. Uh, it's the Jimi Hendrick experience. Yeah. It is. But Maluda, in my opinion, right now in both these young guys' careers, Maluda's the better worker. That doesn't mean he's the guy who's going to get the push. I Clark won the match quick, too. This was not a long match, you know. It wasn't. Um, I like both these guys. 
I like Maluda too. Obviously, he's great history from the Samoan dynasty and all that. So he's got it's, it's in his blood and all the success from his family in his blood. So there's no doubt about that. I like both of them. I, I really do. Alan, in Australia, you're on a Taz show. Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment, mate. <laughs> Needs later. Yeah, I'm a crazy <laughs> prick, right? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, man. Um, I just want to give my money off the hook, man. Yeah, begin. So um, it's not a it's not a like a modern verse past one like I hear so much on the show. Yeah, it's just um a little bit of a fantasy booking. Okay. Um, instead of doing like a fatal four way for the Royal Wins title like I feel like they're leading to, um, I'd have Charlotte versus Oscar. That's what I do. And how I do it is I've had maybe I have maybe Charlotte screw Oscar the night before at takeover or something to set it up, and yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. And how they. How they would book it, the big marquee name would be the Empress versus the Queen. I like that. I like the booking of it, the name, the gimmick. Um, you, dude, you you and I, us, we might see this match uh, soon. Who knows? You know, if Oscar ends up going into Raw, you never know, right? That would be cool. I can see it going on Raw, too, with the like the, what they're doing with the women's division at the moment. Like, they're still having totally. a few options. Totally agree with that. I totally agree with you on that, dude. Yeah, uh, what else you got, bud? Um, nothing, man. I just wanted to um, give a quick plug to the 434. Man, we're taking over. Check us out on Facebook. It's a wrestling thing. We love it. I do. You, you come on my show, you just promote something. That's 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 how we're doing this now? Well, you said the mate thing, so I feel... I know. No, I know. But you know what? It's usually... It's kind of like a thing, like in media, um, that you don't do that, you know, unless you're a guest. You know what I mean? Dennis, am I wrong here? Oh, oh, wait, hold on, Alan. Hold on, Alan. Hold on. Alan. Alan, that was a ballsy move, man. I mean, really, it's like... <laughs> that was ballsy. You know, and then when you... The funny thing is, Alan, when you listen to the on-demand version of the yeah, show, it's won't. not going to be in there. <laughs> that's the funny part. That's all right. No, that's fine. No, all right. Oh, man. Alan, I appreciate you I calling, mate. I, I knew that was this year. I did. Yeah, but don't do that, though, because it's it, not just my show, other shows. That's just not right. It's, it's tacky. You know what I mean, bud? Yeah, I get it, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, it. No, don't, don't apologize. I'm just saying, just for the future. Like, uh, you know, hey, go ahead. Plug it, plug, no, hold on. Plug it one more time. And, and just let me hear it clearer because some of our English-speaking fans, don't, I mean, American fans, can't understand what your accent. My accent's perfect. But, Alan, repeat it one more time. Uh, it doesn't matter. I was just going to. No? It's not a company or anything. It's just a Facebook page, man. We just all talk about, like, the Taz show and what's going on. It's called the 434. What's it called? The four three four, like after four three four, but why? So you just talk about the Taz show or other other shows? Oh no, no, not just about the Taz show, man. I like just all about wrestling. But we've talked about the Taz show, and we talk about you know just um uh, not not rumors. We don't like rumors really much, but just right. um just like cool little articles and stuff. Alan, maybe we should put a poll up on our social media pages if we should kill us from the audio on demand. This this conversation you and I are having. <laughs> that would be uh, okay. <laughs> That'd be funny, right? All right, Alan, thanks, buddy. Lumberjack. What happened? The lumberjack sucks? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you said. I think that's what I said, yeah. All right, buddy. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Al. Appreciate that. That went well. Um, that went well. <laughs> he was actually pretty good. No, because he, I, I think he really felt like I shouldn't have did that once I kind of called <laughs> yeah, yeah. out on it. Well, you you, know? <laughs> you, future callers, don't do that. I mean, no, because like we get a good listenership live. We do. And viewers live. But... We we get more on a on a podcast version of it. It's audio on demand. Audio on demand, and and on the the, the video clips. So so, but we do get you know live because you're, 
uh, was on demand. We all live in the on-demand world. Why, why am I seeing Bill Belichick on, at a sporting event? He was at a basketball game. Where was he? Was it the Celtics game last night? God, the guy can't just stay away. Everywhere you go, he's everywhere. Day, night, cold, hot. Him and Brady, go back in your holes, man. Go back in your holes, really. And, and come back out and then win another Super Bowl. I mean, really enough. I'm watching... I mean, the other day, I'm on one of my favorite lacrosse websites, Inside Lacrosse, right? I'm looking on there. I'm reading some stuff for some college lacrosse and all that stuff. And who do I see? The Bill Belichick. He's at Hopkins with Co- Coach Petromala there at Johns Hopkins. And there's Bill Belichick. I turn the TV on. There he is again. He's on some boat laying belly down, you know, sitting there, you know, catching flounder in the ocean on TV. Like, what? Everywhere. And then I'm watching the Celtics game. I don't even know what you told me. I just saw him on the TV over here. I'm not on Snapface Instant Chatter. They had um, they had the Globe Trotters there last night. I'll see if I can. I'm. A, you know what? I'll add. I'll see uh, if I can sneak it in later for SOSM. Oh, of course. His, your segment. His oh, well, yeah. his girlfriend, uh, Linda Holiday. Very yes. nice looking lady. Probably a nice woman as well. Okay. Um, he, the, you know, the globe trotter did the whole spin the ball. Is this going to take long, sir? Put it on her finger. Yeah. The picture. They put what on a, They put the ball. They on put the finger. ball. Like you know, yeah. spin the ball. Like, oh, I know. Here. I've seen the globe trotters in person. And sir. Belichick's face was like in wonderment. Really? The, yeah. I got. I, I'm. I'm digging it up now for. You. Dude, there's got to be a guy gift gift somewhere from this. It's, and somebody tweeted. I don't want to miscredit, but it was like this guy's the smartest coach in the world, and, and the, like, look look his, the, the look on his the look on his face. There's a ball spinning. <laughs> Holy crap! It was like a six-year-old at Christmas, like his oh, the shock on his face. Spinning. Look at the ball spin. Look at it. I'm done with the tablets. Oh, he is the greatest coach of all time, though. I hate to admit it. Hurts. Hurts to say, but I'm a man. Well, man, I say it. I don't hide from it. I want to talk about Oscar here in a second, the match of Peyton Royce. I definitely have some thoughts on that. I got to get into that. A lot of people on the phone with you. Hug it. Hey, uh, Felix in New Jersey, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, I hate the Patriots. I hate them too, bro. <laughs> That's um, a strong open. Uh, it's very strong open. I like that open, Felix. What, what, are you a Giant fan? No, nah, I'm a Saints fan. You're a Saints fan. Dude, that's cool. As long as you hate the Patriots, then I love you, Felix. <laughs> yeah, I grew up hating the Patriots, so it's just it's going to keep going with my kids. I hate you, buddy. What's going on, man? Hey, I got some off the hooks. All right. Uh, is this your first time calling the show? No, 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 no. Don't get hot. Uh, I'm just like asking. My... No days off. Sorry, sorry. I made a mistake. Sometimes I make mistakes. I'm overworked. Hey, you could have uh, did a better soundbite than the Belichick. Excuse me? You could have done a better soundbite than the Belichick. Really? Okay. It's almost over. All right, so what's up, buddy? Talk to me. Talk to me. Come on, let's go. I'm losing my patience. What's up, Felix? All right, so I got Buddy Buddy Rogers versus Ric Flair. Okay. And the Great Muda versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's badass. Like that. Okay, what else you got? And I wanted to bury the Lumberjack because every time I call, I bury the Lumberjack. Well, that's okay. I like that part of the show. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> this is so, the new segment. Uh, last week, I was listening, and uh, everybody was burying the Lumberjack for his uh, outrageous comments. Yes. 
Well, yeah, what do you mean, Wendy? Didn't know, you're saying what, what comedy was disrespectful? I like how they've, they've gone from... They're, they're outrageous no. now because I didn't apologize. Yeah. I'm not sorry. Oh. I apologize yes. for nothing. The audacity! Taz is a legend. I didn't... I've never said otherwise. I know he's a legend. He away for you. Without Taz, there would be no Lumberjack. I've, I've never said the, otherwise. Hey, hey, Lumberjack, would you let Felix finish, please? The man makes very yeah, good points. Jobber. Oh, I'm going to go oh. there and I'm going to the kid. All right, well, he's... he's you better be strong. Yeah, Dennis is I got a lot boy. of meat Dennis on me. Be... Hey, Felix, you know, thank... Dennis reminds me... you remember what? that commercial of Mikey where the kids don't want to eat the cereal and they're like, oh, the Mikey, checks? eat anything. Mikey will eat anything. Yeah, Mike, no, Mikey, he's right. Remember Mikey? Oh, Mikey, give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. That's you saying that. He's throwing you a gavoon. My, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little free, uh, free info, Felix. My mother growing up used to call me the... Uh, she called me Hoover because I was the human vacuum machine. Well, you just hacked me, but that's, will, you know that my Felix? mother hacked you. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, uh, Felix. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thank you, buddy. All right, man. You see, that's interesting because people notice that you like to eat, and um, <laughs> I very much do. But but it's annoying lately because you're still on this diet. I noticed you were eating some health foods uh, before the show. You have your food bag of health stuff, and this is a problem. I think Chef Mike is probably concerned. Um, There's an apple. Okay. Some nuts. Right, nuts. Do you have an apple for me? Some grapes. Do you have an apple for me? Right here. No, no, no. I don't want no, Don't throw it. I don't want that. No, no, I don't want that apple. Do you have two apples? One for you, one for me. I ate, I can be honest. I ate one on the subway. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did I not talk to you about apples? I did. I was so hungry on the ride down that I had one on the subway. <laughs> So this apple's for you. I had, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I had a bit planned, a little silly, stupid bit, and I tell the guy to bring two apples. So obviously he brought two, but he ate one on the way here. It's un effing believable. Yeah, so unbelievable. We'll roll that bit over till tomorrow. <laughs> I. Uh... It's annoying though not to see you completely crush a beck or, or eat like oh. a bowl of rice and beans. Like it's just. It's, you, Bex and rice and beans. Well, are it's, it's carbs. You're a carb guy. So, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. I used to be a big carb loader. It's this. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'm trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is not E5BZ. So, uh, I, the thing is, I know this much. It's starting to piss me off that you're eating nuts every day Look. and you're sucking down your nuts. You know, really. Come on, bro. I'm used to seeing your, your jam of tortilla in your mouth. You know what I mean? I, so, lightly salted nuts are delicious. <laughs> I enjoy some grapes, and I and I'm sorry I ate one of the apples. Dude, the apple that was the bit. I I, you can't tell a man when to eat. You, I know, but they, <laughs> especially me. <laughs> uh, but on on a secondary note, I believe Chef Mike will will have us some food for tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Chef Mike. Appreciate that. By the As way, there's always. a poll up. There's a poll up. There is a poll. Uh, the media team, social media team, put up a, at Taz Show Live, if you're listening or watching live. Uh, should Taz allow Aussie Allen to plug his Facebook page on the AOD? Uh, one option is, oh, yeah, leave it in. The other one is, hell no, get lost, Allen. So, uh, hell no, get lost, Allen is winning rapidly right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, I was sidetracked there. So, I was talking about the NXT, uh, and I was talking about Asuka. And like I was saying earlier, I kind of, uh, you know, I know it's kind of like wrong, and you should never uh, say anything negative about an Asuka match or Asuka in general. I never met her. I'm a fan of her. I've put her over forever out here. 
Uh, but I know everybody, she's the biggest internet darling, I think, going. You know, and, and she's excellent. She really is. Um, I do think that something, there were two things that went wrong in this match with Peyton Royce yesterday. One of them I kind of have to blame Asuka, uh, just from what I would think. Maybe she was told to do this. I, I kind of doubt it. And the other I have to blame uh, the announcing team, just something I didn't like. And, I, and I'll tell you what that is here right now. So, okay. I thought they had a good match. I thought Peyton, Ro- Peyton Royce, in my opinion, her stock rose yesterday in this match. Uh, you know, I, 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 I liked it. I liked the match a lot. I like Peyton Royce. I like Billy Kay. Okay, um, so what happened, and I like Oscar, I do. What happened before the match, right before the, the ring announcer said it's for, you know, it's for the ladies' championship, whatever. The two heels come out, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, and they get in the ring. And they, they do that great, you know, mean girls, bitchy heel thing, which they, they're excellent at, both these girls. Okay, then here comes Asuka. She gets this big pop. She's got the gimmick, the crazy gimmick, the mask. <laughs> she's got the, the whole aura, mystique about her. She's great. I love it. it, it it's, it's, it's like a female version of Tajiri amped up, you know? So I, I like it. Again, I've always been a fan of this girl, Asuka. But she does something, and this is the old school wrestler me that I got if I was one of those girls in that ring, one of those heels. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm probably going to jump her in the ring <laughs> like I'm going to pull her off the ropes. She turned her back to the two heels in the middle of the ring and, and pandered to the cameras and to the audience, you know, while there's not one but two heels standing behind her in the ring. And, and how they allowed us... I understand it's a work, guys. I know that. I understand it's we're, we're shooting TV. I got it. I got it. I got it. But you got to protect. It's like I feel like every day I'm out here, in my opinion, talking about the WWE, cutting the balls off of heels, taking the heat from the heels. We just did this yesterday. It was a nub about it on the show. We just – I, I feel like it's constant. It's like there's this – we need – listen – the company makes money, makes success, makes stars when the heels have their heat. And and now we, we amp up Peyton Royce to the level that we're going to put her on against Asuka, the women's champ, the NXT women's champ. And NXT, Triple H and down, did a great job building Peyton Royce to this point. No doubt. Good job. Maybe great's an overstatement. Good job. Okay? They did this in a few weeks. Agreed? Dennis, yes, yes. No? Okay. You seem like you don't agree with my point from the, about the ring. I do, but I don't put it on Asuka. I put it on the heels for not beating her down. If she turns her back to him, that's the heels. You can't do that. Why not? Because those two girls are, are a greener than Asuka. They're newer in the business. They're probably respectful. They don't want to get heat from the office. Okay? Um, okay. It's a different time than years ago. So I'm saying I would have probably grabbed her off. I would have grabbed her by her trunks and pulled her off of there and got in her face or or, or not, maybe not attack her because that kind of could screw up the flow at the beginning of the match, especially when there's a ring announcer saying, and in this corner, <laughs> and in this corner. <laughs> Meanwhile, all right, well, we have someone beating someone up. Like, you know, <laughs> like I, I'm just saying, like, but I, I'm from that era, man, where you don't do that. Like, you got to really, you, you can't. Don't turn your back on the bad guy. You never turn your back on your opponent, never less the bad guy. You know, I mean, it very rarely should happen. Maybe on a if that was WrestleMania or a big NXT takeover, I'll swallow it. 
But on a TV like that, where we're trying to build Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, they're not bi- listen, they're not trying to build Oscar. She's built. <laughs> you got to make these other girls. And by having them stand there next to each other like this doesn't help them. They have to attack her or don't have Oscar do that. Oscar should get in a ring a little leery. Oscar doesn't sweat these girls. Do you not feel that when you see Oscar? She don't sweat them, right? Right. Okay. Absolutely right. And that, that's that. Some people would scoff on that. I'm not going to do that because I was the same type of babyface. I wasn't. I wouldn't scoff on two guys. I, but I also, I don't know if I would turn my back on them before a match unless I was told to. And 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 years have passed since I've been in the ring. A lot of years. So the business has evolved, and we got to treat it as a shoot. Because the more people know it's a work, which they do, the more we got to treat it as a shoot. So I don't think you can expect those two girls to t- go into business for themselves and attack Oscar because they're afraid they're going to get in trouble. I think that someone needs to, needs to talk to Oscar. Maybe they did. After the match, say, yo, you can't turn your back on these two girls. They're heels. You got two. If it's one girl, okay, I'll swallow that. Two girls? Come on. Can't do that. You just can't do that, in my opinion. It's just not good. I also learned during the match, the commentary, uh, Nigel McGuinness is doing a really good job. I also learned that it seemed like he was he's Oscar's biggest fan. Like, he loves her work, and that's fine. But y- y- you did nothing for the heel that's doing the job. Not just Nigel. But um, uh, Phillips and um, Percy Watts. Thanks. Drew blank on his name again. You got three commentators. You can't. I can't just blame McGinnis. If McGinnis is going to go full throttle, Oscar's the best. Oscar's the best. I love her. She's the best. Everything she does, I'm going to put over. That's fine. That's that's what Nigel wanted to do. That's what they told him to do. That's cool. I need balance. Someone's got to put heat on the heel. <laughs> Someone's got to tell me how badass this heel is. Otherwise, otherwise, what are we doing this for? Just just have Oscar do a, a squash match against someone. And this was not a squash match. There was no balance here. We painted the, the heel mean girl as the freaking underdog, in my opinion. Dennis, please don't be a sicko fan. If you don't agree, tell me. Did you feel like at no point did I feel like Oscar was going to lose the match? So, did you feel like the heel was the underdog? Very much so. Okay. So we know she's not going to win. We know Peyton Royce is not going to win the match. We all know that. But it's the announcer's job sometimes to do the job and put over the talent that is going to do the job. Because the announcing's not about you. The announcing's not about to let me know how cool you are and all the moves you know the names of and how you're going to praise the internet darling so you get put over on the internet. <laughs> Calling Spade a Spade here, straight up Jones. You know, but you have other announcers there, not just McGinnis. Someone needs to balance this and really, instead of going, oh, wow, oh, look at that, oh, stop the sh- and put some heat on the friggin' girl Peyton Royce. Put some heat on her. Say something. Tell me. Tell me something. How? Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, boy. 
Asuka is in trouble here while Peyton has her heat. Something. If you want to make the girl the heel, if you want to make her a star, give her a chance that she could win the match. Sell me that she could win the match. You follow me on that? I absolutely agree with you there. You got even if you know, like you said, Oscar was not losing. Make it, make it feel like it's competitive. It they didn't they didn't do that. Now, to show to back up my point about when Oscar turned her back, right? Dude, the flag keeps just take the flag down. Just take the flag and throw the flag in the garbage. No, no, it's it'll fly high. It's the Rover flag, bro. Look, can we get a camera shot on this of Dennis? Look, it's cool. This is the, the, the this is what I deal with here. Okay, those watching the video, the flag keeps falling down. They get they got the cheapest Velcro they could buy at the dollar store. Okay, they got Velcro. I, I need something. I need I need something done. I need a stapler gun. The staple sticking through the window. Look how big your back is, Dennis. You're huge. You're a monster. Bro. Look at you, dude. You're just a monstrous man. It's all those nuts. That one guy wants you. Yeah, you're always sucking down the nuts. <laughs> yep, that's your gimmick. Um, <laughs> I live the gimmick. Oh, yes. So. What's that going off about here? I give myself a headache. I got to late to break. Oscar, we got to keep the heat on the girl. And then the, back to my point, you have the you have the two heels in the ring, and and the girl turns her back. Oscar, and, and and this is the inexperience of Billy Kay and Pey- and Peyton Royce. This is the inexperience. You got to go crazy. You got to if you're not going to physically touch her. You gotta cut. You gotta yell and and yell towards the announcer's mic. How dare her turn her back? How dare you turn your back on us? How dare you do that? How dare who the who are you? You bitch. Whatever they would say, you can't curse. But I'm just saying, like, it, they gotta be indignant that she turned her back on them. Someone is hearing me right now that works in that company and will tell those girls. All oh, those girls are listening. I promise. I promise they'll fix this. That's a mistake. You can't do that. That takes the heat off of you. And then Oscar wins. And then we have Billy Kay come in and jump her. I'm fine with getting heat because they want to do a tag match, it seems, with Ember Moon and Oscar. That seems like where they're going, right? I th- I don't think it. I think it'll be a tag match immediately, but it'll lead to the Ember Moon Oscar. Sir, please. Let me ask you a question. Alphabet A, B, C, D, F. Agreed? No. A, B, C, D, E, F. Now right. I agree. Take two. <laughs> I thought that was a test. Hey, it's not often. You have to do the alphabet on live streaming. Oh, very media. much agree. So there's a lot of pressure on me here. So you got to go to A, then to B, then to C. You don't go right to F. Well, you, I wouldn't mind if you just F'd off. Get the F but, off. you know what I'm saying? But you got to go step by step. So the point is they're going to go tag match first. Right. I'm going to break. Other side of break, we're going to get to some calls. I'm not done talking about this segment, by the way. I can tell. Oh, yeah. Diatrop Jones. I'm going to tell you what Ember Moon did wrong. How about that? Oh, tease. I'm making a lot of friends in NXT. Taz Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. <laughs> Excuse me. Very professional. Hi, right, Taz Show. I'm looking at the gimmick chat right now. We're basically one hour down in a few minutes. Less than an hour to go. 
something like that on the cell. Thursday edition, I'm making friends with everybody in NXT. Ooh. All those females are going to want to whoop my ass. Um, I'm looking at the gimmick chat here. Since it's ending good, there's a lot of people on there. So go to uh, TazShow.com. You can interact with each other. On a, you can log in with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, your YouTube account. Very, very easy gimmick. Gimmick chat. There'll be no Facebook Live today, so if you'd like to interact with each other, go over there and do it. You can watch the show from any of your handheld devices. Ah, that's wrong. Strike that comment. You can watch the show and engage on the gimmick chat on a laptop, desktop, or a tablet. I'm done with the tablets. Cannot do it on a mobile device because we're in the Stone Ages here at CBS. So they're still trying to fix that along with my Skype machine that's still effing broke that I'm going to have an outburst here in a minute. I sent emails. Dennis talked about the emails to the people. Backdoor team, whatever they're called. Backstore team, whatever the F they're called. Not the backdoor team. That's a, that's, a that's a whole different team. That's yeah. a different team. We don't want to be involved with that team. No offense to nobody who's into backdoor teams, but I'm not into that. That's just me. Smart answer. Why Why? Why is the Skype machine still down, Dennis? <sighs> well, actually, better question. Dennis, you even give a rat's ass to Skype machine? No, I absolutely do because you've... Uh, part of the perks of being your producer is I get information privy that the fans don't. So I... I know a certain guest coming up, and I would really very much like the Skype machine to be working. <laughs> Interesting. Um, sent emails. Very professional of me. Very kind email to the team here. You even opened it with, hello all. Yeah. You could have... From what I was expecting you to open it with, that was yeah. one of the better... And I got uh, not a nasty response. I got basically nothing. Dead silence from them. Zero response. That's great. Well, probably arguably your top three show here on the digital platform at CBS, and you don't reply to my email. Oh, that's great. That's nice. I'm told it's because our Skype man is on vacation. I'm tired of these vacations. Okay, I work constantly, dude, and everybody else is on vacation, and I'm always here grinding. You're here with me. And these other people, all these people, they're on vacation all the time. I'm sick of it, dude. I'm sick of it. I work constantly. No days off. It never ends. And they're always on vacation. And I'm bringing the wood. And you're chopping it. Timber. And they're on vacation. I got people on, on uh, ah. <laughs> I got to continue talking about the NXT. I was talking about Ember Moon. Oh, she did something not good. Very simple thing here. Very simple thing what she did that's not good. She did a run-in to save the baby face, right? Correct. But it was a walk-in. <laughs> she didn't run. She walked out of the curtain or the backstage thing. There was no sense of urgency. And then she kind of lightly jogged to the ring. And I like Ember Boom. They, they need to talk to these kids about psychology down there. See, I'm usually a big fan of the NXT, but they got to work in the psychology of the, the logistics of working proper fight mode, real fighting mindsets, not just high spots. It's very important, dude. That's very important stuff. Because when you go to the next level and you're going to work 
for the big man, meaning Vince McMahon, trust me, I'm telling you, he will not put up with that. You don't do those psychology things, you're done. I'm telling you, I know Vince, I know who he is. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I promise. Markel in Toronto, you're on the show. Hey, Taz, how you doing? Ah, I'm a little aggravated, but I'm good, Markel. Yeah. Chop, chop, lumberjack. Chop, chop. Dude, we, you've called before, right? Yeah, plenty of times. They call you Kells for short? Some people do call me Kells, yes. We can't find him either. That sounds like story. We can't find, we can't find the real Kells, Markel. Can't find right. him. I haven't seen that guy in weeks around here. It's on vacation. He's on vacation also. Everybody's on vacation. Bro, it's unbelievable, Markel. They're all on vacation, and that's why nothing gets done over here. Slunkers. Slunkers, jobbers, suck faces. How can I help you, sir? Okay, well, uh, I'm not going to waste your time. I just got a question for you, but I want to tell you, I've been trying to call for two days, and the lines have just been jammed. You, sorry. Sir, sorry about that. are over. Like Rover. Yes. Like Rover. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and you are over, sir. You are over also because you're part of the We Over team uh, as a Taz Show fan and supporter, viewer, and listener. And I, I know we have a lot of phone lines, and we have the same amount of phone lines here that the other big radio stations have. Right, Dennis? Oh, uh, Dennis has had someone talk to him, so no problem. I'm getting multiple we conversations. Ha- uh, sorry, sorry about that. No, so, Markel, we have uh, the same amount of phone lines here as like CBS Sports Radio Correct, and, yes. and all the big broadcast stations. Um, and they're j- we have six lines, right? And it's and they're jammed all the time. And that's most radio stations, I think, are maxed out at six, right? Correct. Yeah, so, uh, but, dude, I appreciate you, you being persistent getting through, man. So, uh, so what's going on? Uh, well, uh, I just had a quick question. So... We've been seeing John Cena come out week after week and cut these really personal promos. Yeah. Um, and some, from time to time, you see other uh, wrestlers do that as well. And I just wanted to know if you could just uh, pull the curtain back just a little bit and, and try to show us uh, exactly what goes on backstage between the two uh, wrestlers before they come out and cut these vicious promos on each other. All right, Mark, I have a feeling you did not listen or watch my show yesterday, correct? No, I didn't get a chance to. I apologize. No, it's all good. You don't have to apologize. So, bro, here's the thing. I did a full explanation on that. Do you normally listen to that, the audio on demand, like a day late? Like, what's your? Yeah, I'm an audio on demand guy, man. I work in two jobs in school, so it's tough. Well, that's no excuse. I mean, you're not. You're not <laughs> you're, that's no excuse. I mean, let's be honest, Mark Elt. <laughs> no, you know you're right. <laughs> He's lying. He's on a vacation. He's on a vacation. He's, he's with the real Markel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys are hanging out drinking mojitos. Come back and fix our Skype machine. It is the real Markel. These two guys are hanging out drinking mojitos on the beach. The two Markels are picking up broads. He said Toronto is a, is a throw-off. Yeah, he threw us Red off. Red herring. <laughs> no, hey, Markel, listen to, the, uh, listen to the yesterday show. I give a full explanation on the whole thing. Okay, then can I ask you, can I ask you a different question then? Uh, no. No. Yeah, no, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I want to say I'm on board with you when it comes to, uh, you know, Kevin Owens not dropping the title at Fastlane this week. I, I'm hoping that he doesn't, at least. Right. But, right. but I did hear once before you said that baby faces don't lie. Right. And Goldberg did come out this week and say that, you know, Spear, Jack Hammer, and new Universal Champion. So. Are you are you going to change your tone at all in that regard? I heard him say that. I got nervous when Goldberg said that. Uh, I'm not going to change my tune, though, dude. I got to stick to my guns. I've been screaming this forever that it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Owens with that Universal title at WrestleMania. And 
Uh, I heard him say that, and no, and you're right. I mean, and, and I've always said that I believe that baby faces don't and shouldn't lie on promos. That that's that's a very important thing. And we shall see. I got a feeling we're in for maybe a screw job finish in this thing, Markel. Maybe there won't be. Maybe Goldberg will go have the win locked in, and there'll be some kind of a underhanded cheating maneuver that goes on here somehow, some way with somebody. So, dude, that's just Dan. Thank you for calling, Markel. I appreciate it, dude. As this thing gets closer, man, with this this fast lane, I'm nervous about this pay per view. I really am. Uh, see, I, I think I'm going to be wrong. I'm I, not. I'm really nervous. No, no you, you're, you I'm think sitting you're pretty. Gonna, I know you are. I know. Damn it. You got me last month with the, the betting lines. You cheated. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we're sticking that, with that. That's well documented. Guy can't be a Bray Wyatt fan. That's actually sudden. another thing you didn't apologize about also, if you think. Think about that. You're right. You were busted red-handed, no pun intended. Oh, and, and, oh that wasn't That's right. a low blow Now you're right making there. ginger jokes. What kind Jeez, of man. The G word? Yeah, the G word. I'm going to have to edit that out now. So, now. so now, you didn't apologize for that either. You're right. It's just your pattern. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Must be unbelievable. You must have been some kind of kid just sitting around eating everything and just, just not apologizing. You have siblings? I have one younger sister. A lot younger than you? Uh, two years. I don't know if that's a lot. Seems Probably like you don't right. get along with her. I get along with her fine. I, I don't know if she pause. gets along with me. She doesn't like you. Yeah. yeah that's probably safe to but say. But you're not a likable guy. Not many do. You're not a likable guy. I mean, you're not. You're really not. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Patrick Clark. I, 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 <laughs> Another lie. You just said you have a lot of Patrick Clark in you. Whoa. I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm uh, sorry. I mean, write that down. <laughs> Oops. No, dude, you're, you're just, you're a heel. You're one of those guys. Look, people see me coming from a mile away. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Either I'm a douche or I'm a good guy. Whatever you think, you know, it depends. I just, but I'm right at you. You are backdoor Jones, babyface smiling, and next thing you know, it's like, yeah, Chef City. That's what you are. Just yeah. Axe right to your back. Oh yeah, that, I'm telling you, that's how you are. That's your whole gimmick. You're a sneaky prick, but I love you. And, I love you too. And you are the Taz Show sneaky prick. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, uh, by the way, speaking of pricks, somebody <laughs> said on um, on the social media. I think you replied to the guy. I think you did about. Well, there's a uh, a disclaimer in the beginning of the Taz Show, right? Now, it, it, well, but why uh, is the Dennis Jones uh, beeping out c- curses and whatnot? Maybe you can explain that a little bit for the audience. All right. Let me, I want to get the direct quote. I don't want to. Take your time. I don't want no dead air. Let me get some water here. Oh, I got it. That was quick. I'm proud of myself. Please don't rush me. Don't rush me. Oh, oh never mind. I'm still looking. <laughs> Haven't found it quite yet. Okay. Uh, Ryan Palmer <laughs> at Yard. Yes. Yard- <laughs> nice. Sorry, I got it. I got it in the garbage <laughs> Yardy three one six. He yeah. said there is a content warning before the Taz show live. Why does Dennis Jones bleep out the swearing? Mm. And we uh, we mentioned it in one of the breaks, and you asked me to answer him, and I I told him it's because the content of the show has mature subject matter because we've had yes. um we've had people. Not complain, but ask, hey, you know, you guys talk about X, Y, and Z. I listened to it with my child, or the, the what was a bus driver asked. Oh, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we thought it was in the best interest of everybody, since you, since you are a mass appeal show, that we should throw this at the beginning. It's not explicit. That's safe for right, right. E5L, or E5612FW, as you would say. Mm. 
So what we discuss, like I just mentioned, my uh, I have a lot of Patrick Clark in me. That's a <laughs> that's an adult themed subject matter. It's a, it's, I but love your explanation. This is actually awesome. But there's nothing. There's some music underneath you. I was just happy. So so the themes are adult based. Never hit me. No, I don't. Video Brian too. So. Topics we discuss are heavy in adult themes that doesn't make it explicit. So we put, I bleep out the cursing because we're trying to keep. There's a difference between heavy, heavy adult matter and and cursing. Please just stop it! Stop! Stop! God, it was the most run-on sentence, annoying explanation I've ever heard in my life. Thought I nailed it. (laughs) Crushed it. Man. I just wanted a simple, succinct explanation. It's like, I'm mad. Stop it. I thought that was sewing on social media. <laughs> was that just bullying by me? I see, no, I'm, I'm trying see. to get myself in a better world here. I, Here's, I don't even know what bu- bullying is anymore. I, what, I what, thought what of, on the show. I thought of this last night. I want you to know yeah. that I think the fans are bullying you into thinking that you're bullying me. It's an interesting theory. I don't think you're bullying at all. That's an interesting theory. I know the phone lines are jammed like a pack of hemorrhoids right now, and I want to talk to them more than you, but I'll tell you this much. Uh, that's an interesting theory right there that you have. I have to say that right now. I just saw something on the gimmick chat here by uh, Sir Jake. He said, uh, just uh, seen uh, on Twitter, TNA have a new TV deal in Spike. Uh, in the UK, I should say, on Spike. Maybe look into this, the GTS does. Ray Carter said, all that money, T- this is all on the gimmick chat. That's why you got to go to the gimmick chat. All that money TNA saved by firing their top talent of late. Ray, I disagree with you, my friend. No, you're a hardcore fan of the show. I think I got to defend TNA on that. Uh, uh, Impact Wrestling, I should say. I got to fix myself. Ray, I don't think that they fired. Uh, they just either couldn't come to terms, which some would say fi- that's a firing. It's really not. Um, and even if they did, hypothetically, Ray, let's say you were right, they were firing talent. Uh, that's their prerogative. They're trying to make a, a, a new you know, team, a new roster. You know, what? like I said, new management, new, new bookers and, and all that. And that's their prerogative, prerogative, you know. So you can't – I don't think that they're going to do bad business. Let's cut money here. The most important division of our company is our in-ring product. Jeff Jarrett knows that. If you don't think Jeff knows that, I mean, not just you, Ray, but other people who might not think that, they're crazy. I mean, Jeff knows that. The most important thing for a wrestling company is two things. <laughs> One is the in-ring product, and that's the wrestlers. And the other is the TV deal. I learned that from Vince McMahon, right to my face. You need two things to succeed, TV and talent. And he goes, not in that order. Oh, no, he goes, not necessarily in any order. That's what he said. So... They're not just going to fire talent, Ray, in my opinion, just to save money. Um, and and if unless I misunderstood Ray Carter here, and, I, and, and Ray always has pretty good stuff on here on uh, Gimmick Chat. He's on here a lot. Um, the thing is, what, what uh, Sir Jake's saying on the Gimmick Chat, you know, like I'll read it again. Just seen, I think it's actually just saw. Just saw on Twitter, TNA have a, has a new TV deal in the UK on Spike. So that's not, so when that happens, that that's TNA, uh, t- damn it, TNA, t- 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 that's because you said TNA, Sir Jake. Impact Wrestling 
when you get TV deals, guys, you get money from the TV company. Impact Wrestling's not paying for that. Right? By Ray Carter saying, oh, they're saving money, unless I'm misunderstanding, which I could be doing. When you go on TV, these wrestling companies like Spike in UK, they're paying Impact Wrestling. You know what I mean? Do you have any information on this that, that this gentleman's saying? Pro Wrestling Mag tweeted it. I, they're not verified, but and they they so in, why, why wouldn't you just say it on the show if they're not verified? You might as well because well, we're promote them and do. I just give it off <laughs> just free avatar. Just promote everything. Here. For, you asked you asked to report it. This is the person who reported it. I don't know how reliable a source it is, but it's a Twitter account. It's a Twitter account. How many followers? Uh oh, one hundred twenty-five thousand. Okay, that's that's a lot of followers. That's good. um, But they put out TNA have landed a new UK deal on Spike UK. So they're the ones using TNA first. So that I'm going to. I think you're missing the moral of the story. It's not the name of the company. I know. I'm I'm saving saving Ray here. Uh, Don't raise my man. I like Ray. That's not the problem. I listen. I have discussions with people. This is what I do. We're having one right now. We really are. I mean, I'm a very easy man to speak to. Uh, a lot of people want to give their off the hooks. I got to get to them. Um, so uh, let's go here to. Hey, uh, who's this? The Gooch uh, from Uptown. Uh, you, sir, are on the Taz show. Taz, what's up, homeboy? <sighs> what's going on, buddy? Ginger Jack Toss, number 17. Jack Toss. Tri- Ginger Jack Toss. That is tremendous right there. That's close. Ah, uh, yes, Gooch. How can I help you, sir? Yeah, I was just calling first to put over the the Blue Apron. And I ordered it. I just received my second box on Monday. Wow. And um, you were right, as yep. always. You yep. know, Taz is always right. Dude, all kidding aside, are these things not easy to cook? Like, the meals are very easy to cook. They are very easy to cook. You know, I'm a father of two small children. I could tell. Can we hear it. <laughs> I think I know that now. I can hear yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but they're yeah, easy they're, to cook, though. They really are. They're easy to cook. It's like bringing the restaurant home. It really is. Yeah. Look at this. I didn't even pay this guy. This guy's the man. All right, no, good. good, know, good. I, I, I try to post one picture on um, Facebook. I don't know. I'm not that good on the social media. Yeah, I'm not either, bro. And uh, it was a tempura fried cod with the Thai vegetable salad and jasmine rice. I had it, bro. It was tremendous. I couldn't it handle it. My wife, my wife had to do that one. I couldn't make that one. I had too much going on. But yeah, that, I had it. It was awesome. This stuff is great. Dude, how about the delivery? Right to the house. No problem. Boom. Done. Right to the house. It comes ice packed and everything. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Today's will be the falafel pitas with the roasted sweet potatoes and yogurt sauce. I'm a big falafel fan. I know uh, I know that you, Dennis Jones, love the falafel balls. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he likes that. Uh, um, yes, and, and 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 you know what? Being that you're doing such a good job, Gooch, of promoting Blue Apron for the Taz Show, let me, uh, if, I, if you didn't hear me earlier, it's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. So you utilize the three free meals and the free shipping and all that, right? Correct, sir. Oh, man, you are so welcome. You really are, sir. <laughs> what else is going on, bud? Well, the other thing was um, I didn't really appreciate Mm-mm. Dennis's uh, yeah. off the hook with the man meat comment. I think I speak for everyone when, if he were never to mention Man Meat again on the show, mm. Man Meat Jones over there. Yes, um, I agree. Not today. I agree with you. Know, you. Yes, we would right. all appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. It's but a little off. The, uh, a good job. I have to put him I, over. I he think Dennis is confused. Job. Wait, wait, Gooch. Gooch, think... what's, uh, Gooch, what's the issue with the Man Meat, man? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate your Man Meat comment. You could have went something else, Big Guys or something like that. But the Man Meat... <laughs> And uh, Pat, yeah, that was better. Big guys, no big guy, not big guy. You know, they they were big guys. They, uh, yeah, 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 they got, got a lot of man meat. I, I gotta say, yeah. Gooch makes a good point over here. You know, hey, Gooch, that's my son's nickname. Believe it or not, why do they yeah. call you Gooch? 
Well, you, you, we we went over this um, back. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, <laughs> sir, sir, stop, <laughs> Gooch. I'm going to bring it back. No, I'll Gooch, 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 you, Gooch. Hold on, it. sir. Stop it, sir. Listen to me. Uh-huh. Okay, listen very carefully to me. Yeah. Please, sir, you know the show very well. Please <clears throat> don't do that. You seemed annoyed at me. I'm not annoyed. No, you seemed it, Gooch. You seemed annoyed. Like, like it was almost like, hey, Taz, we went over this already. Why don't I got to tell you again? That's kind of what you just said to me, bro. I remember everything from back. This was going back from the captain days. Oh, my God. Remember yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that bite's gone. But uh, anyway. <laughs> well, back in the day, I used to play football. And, yeah, I used to, you know, like you say, bring the wood. Bring the wood, yeah. yeah. So that was a nickname they had gave me. Uh, Let me ask you a question there. Where'd you go to? Uh, you went to high school in the New York City area? Yes, sir. Columbus High School up in the Bronx. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we used to play against some Bronx schools like Evander Childs, Dewitt Clinton, all yeah, those schools. We played those guys. We yeah. played those guys too. We didn't we play played, you guys. I played baseball and um and football. So you Mostly played an baseball, activity though. and you played a sport. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, bro. Look, I appreciate you calling again, Gooch. And I'll, I'll, I'll next time you call, I'll ask you why that's your nickname. Okay. So I, just, uh, I told you I brought the wood on the on the field. I hear you. No, I heard you. Remind me next time too. And uh, uh, you, sir, uh, Ginger Jack Jones. You have anything to say to Gooch? Ginger Jack Toss. Toss. Jack Toss. Yes, Gooch. Number seventeen. Go ahead. When uh, <laughs> number seventeen. I hope I hope your blue apron is filled with many a man meat. No, oh there won't God. be no man meat in my blue apron. I'm sorry, Gooch, for this. I'm sorry for his conduct, his actions. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I apologize man, for nothing. Yeah, all right. Well, listen, buddy. I, I appreciate you calling, big guy. All right, guys. You do a good job. Thanks. All right. Thank you, man. Good luck all there. Right. All right. So there you go. Uh, got to go to break. Other side of break. I'll try to get in a little bit more NXT. I got. I mean, a bunch of pe- bunch of people calling the show. I mean, the only other thing on NXT I'd want to talk about a little bit is DYI versus Off the Pain, which is the main event. So we'll hit that a little bit and uh, and clear up some of these phone calls on the other side of break. And we're going to the fourth quarter shortly. Tash, I'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Tash Show. This is what's going to happen in this segment here. Uh, so we're going to do get some phone calls rolling here. We're going to do SOSM, so on on social media, Lumberjack, and then the show's going to end. That's basically what's happening. Um, I'm a little annoyed uh, because Anthony walked in here, the new video producer who's doing a really good job, um, and he threw a monkey wrench in the whole show. Because he was telling me about tuning. So tune in this way. You could, that's one of the platforms you could listen to the audio on demand of the Taz Show. But I could have sworn I saw something on social media the other day. And if any of you fans can help me with this, because apparently my staff is not able to. But I saw someone say this the other day on social media that you can listen live to the Taz Show on TuneIn. And then Anthony came in here and he said you can. So I went on my phone onto the Wi-Fi. I mean, on to tune in, and I couldn't get on because I don't have the Wi-Fi password. How's that? Seth I'm the is main, listening. So the main show here, and I don't have the Wi-Fi password. Seth's listening. We'll, we'll fix that. Two years I've been here. Also, Anthony sent us the email about the tune-in. We are on tune-in right now. I'm looking at it currently. Come on. So it's the truth. You have 1.4 thousand followers on tune-in, and you I- broadcast on over 200 different channels. I didn't know that. I, I'm, thanks for sharing all my private information with everyone. I appreciate that. I that's very that, kind well, that's of you. good news. Those are high numbers. I, I want millions and millions. I don't, well, that's, that sucks. I suck. I need more. No, you don't suck. You're the best. You're the best, Taz. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. 
Sincere Jones. No, I meant that. Oh, stop your crap. I'm sick of you. Yeah, I'm firing you, dude. I'm, I'm really <laughs> done with you. Seriously, enough. Find out the information. Hey, uh, Mike on uh, Strong Island. I you're just on a, did. <laughs> you're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, gentlemen. Good moment, my friend. You need to get them to change the Wi-Fi password to Taz. Uh, yes, Taz Show Jones. That should be the actual Wi-Fi password. Uh, there's a lot of problems here, Mike. They, they, they don't want me here anymore, bro. I'm going to be gone soon. I can feel it. It's over. Yep. Well, wherever you go, don't take the lumberjack. I won't. I won't. I promise that. And uh, wherever I go, will you, Mike, more importantly, come with the show? Will you still listen or watch the show? Of course. You are the man, bro. What's going on? Uh, I have a long-shot prediction for mm. Goldberg and Kevin Owens. All right, go. Uh, I think uh, Goldberg's going to win. Okay. And what do you think about maybe Brock getting involved to help Kev- uh, to help Goldberg? Because he wants that title shot at WrestleMania. I mean, that's a very unique idea. I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't think they'll do that. I mean, I don't because of all we've seen. Brock go through, and and the issue is Brock has never even Paul and Brock. I don't remember if they have. I don't remember they haven't really hyped or talked about getting the world title, wanting the world title, the universal title, right or wrong. So that's why I don't think Brock would do that. I don't think Brock's main goal, right? Uh, you agree with that, Mike? We haven't seen Brock say, "I want that world, t- the universal title." I want, I want Goldberg, right? Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's a long shot, but maybe a. He'll, you know, hit Owens while the ref is out or something, and then F5 Goldberg at the end. You know, right. just a long-shot prediction. Could honestly. be. I don't know, bro. It's a lot of different ways they can go about it, and I appreciate it, Mike. I don't think they'll go that route, but you never know. I mean, if they do, you'll be right. Um, you know, uh, and thank you for calling, Mike. I appreciate it. By the way, I'm watching uh, Kurt Angle recently on the Taz Show, right? The Olympic gold medalist, 13-time world champ. Right now, live as I do the show, he's rock and rolling. He's on the set there at ESPN Sports Center. And they're showing Kurt when he won the gold medal at the Olympic Games. Man, he was so freaking good. <laughs> he was. I remember I watched him win the gold. I watched before I even knew him. I watched it, you know. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, they, they showed a lot of the footage from WWE and like his uh, success uh, with the gold medal on and all the stuff. Uh, now he's running around the American flag. It's very cool. So Kurt's in studio live. So I don't know if you guys are watching this. So I'm sure they they rotate this throughout the day. <clears throat> so. That's cool. Good for Kurt. Uh, is there anything else you need to tell me? Any more information, Dennis, about uh, TuneIn? We're, we're live on there right now. So you could listen to the show live. So I could be walking to the train station on my cell phone if I'm going to work with my earbuds in, listen to the Tash show live on TuneIn. No, it doesn't. Now that we're doing some research, it doesn't look live, <laughs> but, they have, but they have all the episodes. Uh, yeah, those are called podcasts, bro. No. Oh, yeah. Dennis, you talk. This is audio on demand, Tash. See now? No, no, dude. I'm looking, and I'm getting mad. And because no, because you 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 said before that we you could listen to the show live. You I, said that it was playing live. Well, that's part of the perks of not having stuff in queue and stuff. I can't hear what it's saying. Well, what about what about what about uh, Anthony? Well, he he checked for me, and he said it was playing yesterday's episode. So, but that's a podcast. That's the audio on demand. That's an on demand. That's not a live show. I've been promoting TuneIn for about two years here. We know they do that, bro. I mean, Jesus. But why are people, why are you, why is Anthony saying you can listen live? Why are you giving me more information? Because we had wrong information. Taz, stop bullying him. <laughs> There's no bullying. Stop it. Buddy, you stupid. Come on. We need to be better, Dennis. Oh, I agree. Oh. 
Sorry, guys. Maybe some of the people on the phone can help me. Maybe uh, John. John in New York. You're on the Taz show. Maybe you can help me out. John, do you have a, Do you listen live right now? Or, or what do you do? How do you listen to the show? Well, I listen live on radio.com. I like go go to the, when I go to the train station. I actually listen to you live. How how you so on the app, right? Yes. So have you've had any problems or you you're happy with it? No, it's great. Awesome. That's I mean, good I, news. I guess it uses uh I mean, I guess it uses your uh, you know, your data, but yeah. I can listen to you live going to the train station. Well, that's cool, brother. I appreciate that, John. What's up, man? Well, I got a personal story between you and me about Back in 2002, when you started uh, on SmackDown as an announcer. Yes, sir. So, I just want to clear the smoke on a lot of the stories about you. You know, you having a bad rap about fans and everything. And I want to say is that Taz is I, I, the two times I, I met you, you you were great to me when I was a kid. So thank you. But this particular story, you were at Starbucks in Howard Beach getting your coffee. Yes. And my mother and my grandmother happened to be behind you, and my mother actually noticed you now for those so, that don't know howard beach is in queens and it's uh, uh there's a big starbucks next to a gold's gym on crosby boulevard yes and at times i end up over there i uh, i lived in that area not too many oh well, many years ago but anyway c- continue so your mom was behind me you said or you were behind me i'm confused no but my mother and my grandma were behind again getting coffee also and she noticed you and you right. know she respectfully you know tap you on the shoulder and says, excuse me, are you Taz, like, in a low voice? She don't want to create too much right. attention to you. Right. And you're like, yes, I am. And, you know, my mother says, oh, my, my son's a big, big fan of yours, which I, I'm, I wish I really was. Yeah. Um, you wasn't a big fan like, of mine. Of course. I, I was, I, no, I was but you just said, you said, you, she said that you were a big fan of mine, and then you said you wish you were. No, I was. I, oh, you were? I thought you said that. I wish I was his big fan. He did say that, John. I think you made a mistake, it was, but it's okay. It it's okay. It's all right. Continue, John. Continue. So um, she, you told her, like, all right, so, so I'll wait. Right. So you wait in your car, and I ran over there in the pouring rain, yeah. and you waited for me. And you rolled down the window. I was like, oh, hey, Taz, uh, you know, can you... You can I have your autograph. You know, I'm a big fan of yours. And you're like, oh, sure, buddy. And you, like, signed everything. And you're like, oh, you know, enjoy the show tonight, guys, because you were probably going to SmackDown. That's where going and something. Yep, and, yep, yep, yep. You know, you were, you were great. I, Thank I, you. It's just like I don't get the, the stuff that people are talking about you. And it's just... It's not people, bro. And John, look, look, I love you for that, bro. I appreciate you saying, but it's not people, dude. It's no, it is. It's one person that wants to. My name can create some buzz sometimes, and even though I've been out of the ring for years, you know, and and the thing is, so so what happens is, and I'm proud of that, but it's also like, so it's it's. It's like it's like the guy, uh, what's his name, Hornswoggle, going on some shoot interview and burying me that I was a dick. And when I worked with him on SmackDown, I never had a problem with this guy once. I got along great with the guy. I never drove with him. I never ate a meal with him. I never had a beer with him. I never interacted with him like any way like that. Just we worked in the same company. It was like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? And that was it. I mean, you know, but I was a dick. Why? Why you call me a dick? No reason. So my point is, it's, it's not people, John. It, what it is is it's... Especially with social media now. Any Tom, Dick, or Harry can have some kind of an Instagram account or Twitter account and buy followers or have followers or have some platform, and they could just post whatever they want. And unfortunately, 
uh, people see that on social media and, and people do believe what they read a lot of times. That's really what it is. No, I agree with you. And you know? I just want to make a, a, one, one little comment. Um, yeah. I, I hate when fans use inside baseball terms yes. when they're talking to other wrestlers. Yes. Yeah. I, I hate that. I go. No, what I, I hate, John, when radio producers do it. That's what I really hate. Yeah, but yeah, it's ridiculous. Like they, they know they're, they're part of the business. Yeah, they're part of the game. They're part of the game. Yeah, no, I right. Exactly. That sucks. So, I agree. Did you listen I, last I, I week, John? A lot of independent shows. I'm sorry. No, you, it's your call, John. It's just Dennis trying because he wants to do his social media thing, so he's getting annoyed. <laughs> so he wants you off the phone. Conti- oh, this sorry, is John's Dennis. time, Dennis. Ba- I'm kidding, John. John, we love you, and thank you I for being be a Taz fan. Show because I was nasty. To you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, don't apologize to him, John. Please, that's a good way to get no banned. Now, okay, so continue. Basically, <laughs> so basically, um, you know, I hear these these fans at independent shows. I go to a lot of independent shows, and they're using these. Oh, you're over this and that. I'm like, yeah, dude. You're not part of the business. Have some respect <laughs> for these guys. I know. What, I know. what the F is wrong with you? Yes. Well Ooh. done. Well, stoppage of the F word. Well done. Uh, I know, bro. I know. I, I Look, John, I appreciate you. are a good fan. You're a good man. Uh, I appreciate that and and uh, and the story you told. And you're right. I, I think when fans do the inside terms, especially amongst wrestlers, it, it's a little bit like annoying. Like you earn that route, route uh, right, I should say, and it's not cool when people do that. I agree. But, I mean, you know, it's something that's been going on. It's social media, and uh, and people learn things. And it's uh, people like Mike Johnson's fault, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I blame Mike Johnson for all of this, actually. Yeah, come to think of it. Uh, just <laughs> just blame Mike for no reason. Yeah, speaking of Mike, uh, let's talk to uh, Mike on Strong Island. Mike, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hello, Mike. Hello? Oh, Mike, Mike, go! Oh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, champ. Good moment, buddy. What's up, man? Ah, to you as well, Lumberjack. I got some uh, some matches for you. Fantasy Book and Jones. Okay, please, please go for it. All right, my first one is Dean Ambrose versus Tully Blanchard in a bunkhouse match. I like it. What's your next? All right, my next one: Shinsuke Nakamura as the bull with the Bullet Club versus AJ. Well, it's. Well, uh, I want to see Shinsuke go heel. But wait, what's uh, uh, a handicap match? Oh. With the Bullet Club by his side, you know. Coming oh, you didn't say that. So, so it's it's uh, it's Nakamura versus AJ with the Bullet Club in the corner of Nakamura. Yeah. yeah okay, exactly. sir. Got it. Got it. And my last one is Baron Corbin versus yeah. Barry Windham for a U.S. title match. That is pretty cool, right there. Fan of both. Was a big fan I of Barry Windham. Old school stuff. Me too. I wa- I watch a lot of the NWA stuff, like on the WWE Network. I'm a big fan. I was always a fan back in the day, but I like watching that stuff a lot. I like all that, dude. Oh, thank you, Mike, for calling. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, very nice of you to call the show and give you off the hooks. Uh, are you ready for uh, your gimmick? I am. Also, I want to say beforehand, people were tweeting at me that Impact Wrestling their their Twitter feed about half hour ago. Let it be known that Impact Wrestling has a new home in the United Kingdom, Spike TV UK, and we can't wait to share the news with all of you. So it's official through Impact Wrestling as well. Okay, so but you need to give credit to the gentleman on the gimmick it, There chat. was multiple, so I can't. No, but the gimmick chat was where I first saw this. Oh, well. It's all about what was me, his name? Sir. It's uh, all about me. Now I'm blanking on his I'm, name. His name, I have his name because I don't blank on things. His name is Sir Jake093. Okay. So if you were on the gimmick chat, you would know that. Thank okay? you, Sir Jake. Well, because you gave people wrong information about uh, everything, uh, yeah, basically. Just you, you did. Uh, are you ready for uh, Swan on social media? I am, sir. Okay. 
in a three, two, Sonny in Texas. You are on the Tash Show. Oh, hey, Tash, how you doing? Hey, Sonny, what's going on, buddy? Oh, yeah, and uh, chop chop to Lumberjack. Chop chop. chop. He's get- Lumberjack's mad, Sonny, because he thought he was going to get through his little stupid-ass segment right now. No, I'm not mad. All right, continue, Sonny. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> oh, yes, I'd like to give my uh, off-the-hook of the week. Oh, yeah, go for it. All righty, so I'll have uh, Brian Pillman versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, that's cool. Both guys, wacky, crazy type thing. It's for the IC Championship. Oh, yes, any type of little championship. I like it. That's a good one. That's a good one, buddy. I appreciate it, Sonny. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else you have to say? I don't want to cut you short. Oh, yes, and uh, I would have uh, American Badass, Undertaker versus Goldberg. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You said you had one off the hook. Now you got two. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, I just had that one. No, but bro, what about next week? Give me the bad, uh, 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 you know, American Badass Undertaker next week, no? Yeah, 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 I will. I will. No, I'm saying, unless you got to give it this week. I'm a little confused. Like, what, what's the story? Are we good here? Well, never mind, never mind, sir. I'm sorry for confusing you. Uh, no, no, Sonny. Sonny, please, sir. I don't get confused. I just want to make sure I understand where we're going here. You said to me, bro, that you were going to give your one match for the week. So I'm like, all right, I'm in. Boom. You gave me Dean Ambrose versus Pillman, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. And then you started to tell me about The Undertaker. Oh, yes. Uh, so I, I'm I, not confused. I, I, I think you are confused, all due respect, Sonny. Uh, I, I'm just saying, like, I, uh, how many matches do you want to give a second? You can. Uh, I'll just give two for now. And begin. All right, in my second match, and uh, will be American Badass Undertaker versus Goldberg for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Cool. Thank you, Sonny. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much, sir. Sorry, I'm very sorry for confusing you. <laughs> no, Sonny, you didn't confuse me, sir. Please stop saying that. I don't get confused. I'm very sharp. Sharp as attack. I'm a New Yorker. Okay, so I'm on top of everything. You, sir, I thought we're going to give one. That's why. That's why I'm not confused, and I love you, Sonny. I do. Is this your first time calling the show? Oh yes, yes, sir. Yes, oh, this is going well. Um, okay, so will you ever call again? No. He's like, no, no way, no, <laughs> never again, right? You'll never call again. I probably will. What do you mean, no? You won't call again. I probably will. No, he won't. Sonny won't call again. You could tell. Where in Texas you from? Uh, Houston. All right, buddy. Well, listen, you call back again, Sonny. I'm busting your nuts, you know what I mean? But uh, it's all good. I like giving people a hard time when they first time calling. That's, I'm a bully, you know? That's what I do. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. All right, Sonny, listen. I got to go. All right. Sonny, I'll talk to you uh, next week. You going to call back? Yes, sir, I will. All right, Sonny. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome, sir. Have a good one. Take care, pal. There you go. I'm Sonny from Texas, Houston area. We're good, right? I mean, you think so? I think Swimmingly. So. <laughs> we got to go to a little fifth quarter city a little later because the SOSM, unless we just hold it off till tomorrow. Um, we could do that too. <laughs> well, I'm just saying because usually it ends the show horribly because the segment has been really bad. I actually can assure you I have one that you will uh, – this, this will be the best one yet. I can, All I right. can lock I, it in. Uh, I'm, I want, we'll do SOSM, but I want to talk to uh, Arturo in Connecticut. How you doing, buddy? You're on the Taz Show. Hey, good moment, Taz. What's up, man? We're running Rocket City late here. What's going on, buddy? Talk to me. Well, chop, chop, suey Jones over there, huh? Yeah. Chop, chop, suey. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, I got an off the hook for you. Okay. And uh, as always, I just want to thank you for 
free lunch, free dinner, free everything you give me. It's ah, awesome. You're very welcome, my friend. You're very welcome. This is what I do. I'm a giving man. Okay, what's your off the hook? So I'm going to paint the picture for you. You ready? So sure. all of a sudden, you know, we're in uh, the match is about to start. They changed the ring ropes to orange, and then you see FTW flash. Okay. So you know it's coming, right? So we're going to have basically a suplex your man to I quit match, and it's going to be Taz versus Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb. Oh, wow. Jeff's been on the show before. I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb. Matanza from Lucha Underground. Yeah, man, I love that. That'd be great. Yeah, you know, just, you know, two guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention it's for 250 Live. (laughs) Oh, good luck with that. I don't think we make the weight limit. (laughs) It's okay, though. You know what? That would be one hell of a match. No, because, geez, I mean, in my prime, I was like 250, and Jeff's probably 250, 260. So, but yeah, no, I get it. Uh, But thank you, Arturo. I appreciate it, man. You got it, man. Take care. Take care. There you go. Uh, Another happy call to the Taz Show. And um, all right, so we're in the fifth quarter here. As usual, we're more free lunch. It just never ends. Content, just constant contact. It's my new thing. Hashtag constant. Nah, that sucks. Um, <laughs> you're saying you have an off the hook. You have a uh, you have a SOSM that I'm gonna love. You're saying. I I believe so. Would you say love? Like really love it? See, here's the thing. I say this, and then instantly your reaction's gonna be to not love it. Just because I told you you're gonna love well, it. Well, what am I, a douche? I mean, you're, you're basically telling people I'm a douche when you say something. No, like no, that. no. I just you're a contrarian. A Does, what? A contrarian. Wait a second. What does that mean? It means you go you. I you go zig opposite. when everyone zags. That's my gimmick. Yeah, but not always. Sometimes I'll zig when you zig. And then that then you're a double contrarian because everyone thinks you're zagging when you zig, and then you zig when we zig. Mm. No one cares. All right, well, uh, someone on uh, uh, the gimmick chat here at TazShow.com, Lloyd Travis, said snoring on social uh, media with a bunch of Zs. Yes. He buried you. Uh, he just he, he buried you right there. I'm just telling <laughs> One of saying. these snoring on social media is I'm just going to sit and eat fruit for the whole segment. Yeah, I know. You're supposed to give me an apple, but uh, I, that did But I ate, it on, bu- I ate cheap, it on the train. Cheap prick. Jerry in New Jersey, you're on the Taz Show. First time, long time. All right, in the nutbag, Yambag Jones. There he is. What's up, buddy? Uh, real quick, I just want to give my off the hook. Uh, we're up to week five, right? Yeah, ju- can you just give week five, please? Yes. Go. It's uh, the ECW, Triple Threat, Bam Bam Bigelow, Shane Douglas, and Chris Candido versus The Shield. Number two, China versus Awesome Kong. Whoa, 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 bro, bro, bro. Did I just not request Jerry? I said, just yes. give one. Dennis. Oh, one? Yeah, but you just, you, you, you give me rapid fire Jones. I like, give me the next. I you, thought you told me to, I thought you told me to hurry up. No, but you said one. I said, go do it. You said, I right, got okay, continue. Okay. And then number three, Chris Jericho versus Bret Hart. Right. Number four, Harlem Heat versus the Heavenly Bodies. And number five, a different one nobody's ever said, Sting versus Haku. Yeah, no one said that. That's actually cool. I like and it. whoever the call screener is today was very nasty. I missed the handsome Johnny. <laughs> God rest handsome Johnny's soul. God rest his God soul. rest handsome Johnny. That's the uh, truth. That That's good. one too. All right, That's thanks, Taz. I just want to put you over. I know you're running late. Thank, uh, you. thank you, Jerry. Take care, pal. I'll see you, man. <laughs> he buried the call screener. I love uh, it. He gets my ear. Nothing like my first burial. That was tremendous. Jerry. That came uh, out of nowhere. Jerry in New Jersey popped me. Are you ready for song on social media, bro? I, I am. I, I give the big build up, and then it's just gonna poop the bed. Yeah, get, go, go, go. Twitter. 
Instagram, Facebook, and we can't forget Snapchat, bitches. Saw it on social media with the Lumberjack. Well, um, I'm not on Snapface instant chat. Before I let you do your segment, Big Daddy Smooth on the uh, Twitter said, Whack, whack, lumberjack, your ugly mug deserves a smack. That might have been the best one so far. It's actually pretty good. Uh, oh, excuse me. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> also, I think that's my mother's Twitter handle, so that doesn't seem <laughs> far off. Big Daddy Smooth. <laughs> Such a okay. douche. Right, okay, I have a very special. All broken Matt Hardy edition of Sewing on Social Media oh, for you. Yes. Ah, I love it. Yes. See? I, yes. I had a feeling you would. Love the Matt Hardy. So we're going to start off with his tweet at 12.02 a.m. on March. So Tuesday into Wednesday, right when they became, the Hardy Boys became free agents. He tweeted out a picture. Is it March 1st, 2017, 12.01 a.m.? The seven deities have blessed my... I don't even know what that word is. And Celophilion implanted it with even more abilities. My mind has woken. He's the best. He's the best. Look at the picture of him. It's hysterical. I love him. He's so photogenic. He is the man. Then he went on a little rant on answering any and everybody wrestlers that potentially would like to have matches with the Hardys. We're going to start off with Thomas Ciampa from DIY tweeted Hardy Boys Champa. versus Champa. Champa, Champa. My, no, look, my get inflections off. Get the man's name. Champa. Yeah. Hardy, Hardy Boys versus DIY. And Matt responds, if you have tag team gold to procure, <laughs> Vanguard <laughs> One will certainly bring it, bring us to you. Expedition of gold. I like that one. That's so that's like that. that's the first right. one. Transition. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> I love it. I think uh, you did it better than the actual. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually talented, but get <laughs> yeah, that someone are. someone here has got to be talented. Uh, Jesus Christmas. A uh, friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Yes, to Kenny Omega. He tweets, tonight we cast a magic spell around, I can't pronounce that either, Corican Cur- Hall. Sir, it's Corican Hall. It's a, it's I was a, close then, Corican Hall. It's an arena in Japan. I, but well, you, I know you, that, you, but you I don't want to butcher the names. You need to, you can't do a segment on... That's not the point of the segment. Sir, <laughs> sir, sir, you can't do a segment on reading tweets if you can't fucking read, Okay. No, I can read very well. Some words are a little trickier than others. For no, it's example, tricky. You know what's tricky? I'll tell you what's tricky. tricky. Finding a real producer that, that, that make me feel happy. <laughs> Continue with Kenny Omega's tweet, sir. Sure. Tonight we cast a magic spell around Kirkin Hall. Kirkin Hall! That's what say I said. it properly, sir! Kirkin Hall is the first place I've ever wrestled in Japan. Kirkin Hall. Kirkin Hall. Good. That's what I said. Well, they cast a magic spell upon Kirkin Hall. The, he tags uh, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. Team up should happen more. So Matt responds, did someone say magic? <laughs> Myself and the nefarious brother Nero have eyes on the elite <laughs> and the new wrestling in Japan. We shall, we'll wrestling. see you. <laughs> Not new Japan, the new wrestling. Is we'll tremendous. see you all soon. He's the best. So he, two for two so far with funny tweets from Matt. <laughs> And to wrap it up, he digs deep into his bag of tricks. Uh-huh. 
Bray Wyatt in middle of December this past year. Obviously, this December hasn't happened yet. Stop tweets, struggling, sir. Please stop tweets struggling. at Ma- uh, Matt Hardy. You know where to find us. Wait, who did this? Oh, Bray Wyatt. Bray does. <laughs> so Matt Hardy doesn't answer until <laughs> a couple days ago. I certainly do. Champion of Meek Man's Blue Show. <laughs> at least I can trust my brother Nero. That's the best one. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> he did save the best for less. Oh, man. He's the man. Matt is the man. I, yeah. Tremendous. I agree completely. Tremendous. Tremendous, as I would say. Well, there you go. A, uh, a quasi-successful soaring on social media. They usually the bed, to be honest. I will take that. Uh, <laughs> later on, the Combine today. I think it starts in the morning, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check some of the Combine out for NFL Combine. There's nothing to do with soaring on social media, but I know I'm, I'm seeing some promos on TV for it. So I'm going to check that out later on. I'm going to wrap up, I guess. I, I'm kind of just chilling right now. We have another E5 VBD soon, you know. E5 Live for E5 E E V E E5 L. Did I actually not to print it so I can read it, bro? I'll nail it every time. Can you get a teleprompter with just those letters That's in it? That's a good idea. Dude, I can't get them to turn the friggin' Skype machine on. You think they're gonna pay for a teleprompter? You go in there and you ask the bosses for a teleprompter on the show? Dude, they will scream and throw themselves through a window. Then we get new bosses who might buy teleprompters. We just got new bosses. That's true. So nice. I haven't even met them. Well, the one guy we met. Nice guy. He is a good guy. I avoid him, though, bro. That's what you do with bosses. All those guys. I avoid all of them. I avoid them. I see them get in an elevator. I just run the other way. Run. Literally sprint. Gone. I should have did that the other day. Oh, I don't even care. All right, now you said it. <laughs> I knew it. I won't bury it, but I'll just I just I knew it. So before I wrap this show up, so oh, that was a mistake on my so, part. So Anthony's cringy right now. I hear people talking. No, don't say the story. Yeah, apparently, is Anthony panicked right now? He, he said, "Man, I really hope the show works out." <laughs> well, apparently, a couple of the big bosses from you know. CBS Sports Radio were here and uh, at the big terrestrial, the big the big mothership. We're here at the corporate offices the other day. I was already gone. You know me, I do the show, and I am out. Yes. You don't have to worry about finding Taz around. He will not be seen. Gone, bro. I was long gone. Actually, I was at CBS Radio. <laughs> How bad is that? So I noticed you're just silent because you're pooping yourself right now. No, I'm not nervous yet. Listen, it's all good. What happened? There was some bosses here. No big deal. They got in the elevator. You and Andy got in the elevator. You guys said hello to each other. They know you from down to CBS Sports Radio. And that was it. That's the story. It literally was it. <laughs> and Brian, Brian was telling us. That's right. Video Brian was there also. And he, he said it was a very awkward elevator ride. He said it was very awkward. Um, uh, I'm getting the feeling those guys don't like you. I think I'm getting that feeling, too. I, 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 But why? Is there a reason? Oh, God! I mean, what happened? Well, I mean, you said earlier that I'm just not likable, so they might be... They because you're be a, a phony prick, and people know Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I might I, not be phony. I may be a prick, but I may not be phony. <laughs> yes, okay. And you have your, your running mate, okay? <laughs> Anthony, okay, who... He, he, they hate him in this company. And he didn't do anything to anybody. They just don't like him. I love him. See, you're contrarian. Zig when everyone zags. No, I just, I, the guy's a great guy. He's a hard worker. He's a talented guy. What's not the like with Anthony? Uh, I heard people hate him here in the company. 
People here that don't even know him, they heard of him, they hate him. Oh, That's the new video guy? He sucks. <laughs> it's like, you don't even know his name. No, I'm telling you. I just... Maybe because maybe the guys at CBS Sports Radio are mad at you guys because you you guys are working on a, on a wrestling show now and they don't you know it's like it's not you know they're not about the wrestling over there you know what I mean so maybe I don't have any interest in wrestling sorry it, it could be that I tell them though it's body slams and beyond I know but that does that they, they look at me as the wrestling guy all these guys they treat and me I, good those guys like me they, if I was in an elevator what would happen what would they what there would, would have been definitely more than hello. <laughs> What would it have been? Give, give me an example. Come on. Uh, hello, Tez. And you would have said. No, it would, you think that's all they would have said? Well, I was, I was trying to role play. Dude, they then. would have been so elated that, oh, Tez, what's up? They would have been going crap. When are you doing me? the next special? I would assume WrestleMania. I don't know, but I guess. See, but you could have persuaded them into doing it after every pay-per-view. That still might happen. Maybe the, maybe the audience of the Tez show would love it if there was a special Every single WWE pay-per-view on CBS Sports Radio and all the broadcast radio stations on Sunday nights right after. That could happen. I would enjoy that. I wonder if the audience would like that. Maybe that's a poll. It's poll worthy. Double poll day. Double poll Jones. Facebook Australia Jones and this one. Facebook Australia. Okay, we can go that route. On that note, I think I'm going to end the show because, uh, you know, I don't want to give CBS too much bang for their buck. You know what I mean? Just thinks you know it'll be asking me to work uh, more. Than I'm doing now. Two days in a row, the show didn't trend. It's awesome. It's awesome. Before I wrap up, yep. I'm feeling good about Friday. Well, no, no, no. Friday's tough. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it's tough to trend on Fridays. No, here's the thing because uh, I think we hit another threshold, bro. Because we trended the other day right after the Oscars, hard to do, and we did, and that's a big deal. I just heard like a weird audio sound. We got a problem. Oh, the, oh, the boss is telling you cut it loose. <laughs> they cut the- They're cutting everything. Oh, jeez. They cut my mic soon. I bet they're going to shut me down. Put my mic on! Guaranteed. All right, on that look, I got to go. I got to go. There's a problem here. Apparently, they're trying to reach Dennis, the bosses. Dude, did they IM you? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Talked a lot about the NXT and other stuff. Thanks to everybody who called. Obviously, I appreciate it, and uh, I hope to give you guys a lot of thoughts on TNA. <laughs> Trust me, I think they're going to do just fine. I really mean that. And um, and thank you, everybody who called and interacted on the gimmick chat at Tashow.com or maybe on, uh, on uh, uh, what do you call it? Instagram? Instagram, how am I doing? Twitter? I appreciate that very much. For everybody here at the Tash Show, I'm Tash. You're not. Adios. Fake man, and to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts, and when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture. And getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm up and